Well, we're live so. now. I think so. All right. So, uh, good evening, people. I get well that Dude, I can't so see good. what's going on over here. Why do you need to see it? Because I like to know. It's working. See what? Just turn your chair just done. like a little bit. But just, I'm really good at it. It's the little bit. I get it. I'll like be in a twat and just, just do it. Just, that that's you're good. That's all I needed. I just like to know that the mic is registering. Sometimes I look over at it to make sure that sure. it's actually going through. Uh, good evening. We are the Initiative Syndicate. Oh, we were on air. And we uh, <laughs> we play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we're going to do a quick recap here in, in just a brief second. And then we're going to get right into the session. But we are going to take just a couple minutes, because we haven't done it in a couple sessions. And instead of doing it every session, we're just going to do it every now and then. Uh, we're going to reintroduce the cast and the characters that they play. Uh, we'll just go real quickly in uh, clockwork here. Uh, it's good to have you back, man. We missed you last uh, yeah, week. Yeah, it's uh, Elvin. Cleric, uh, Warlock. Yeah, I changeling. Done. <laughs> well, hi. I'm that was Will. lively. <laughs> Rocky, the Paladin, who switched to uh, Vengeance Paladin. Mm-hmm. Some lovely RP. Um, you can't switch. How y'all doing? He's got a badass sword, badass class, badass horns. And where's the chastity belt? You got that badass helmet now too. Badass helmet too. You can't oh, see yeah. my eyes. You can't see me. <laughs> I render my time. I'm Jesse. I play a Skrizznut. You're a level five bard, level two artificer, part of the uh, Is It Guild, and I'm the king of goblins, you bitches. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> We're scum. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm done. You can go. <laughs> I, I we haven't done this in a while. It's like, it's true. What do I know? It's, it's been a few sessions. I think it'll be good every, every now and then. I'm, I'm Lizka, or Dark Elf uh, Enchantment Wizard. And I'm part of the House of Demir. And I don't have that many more secrets anymore. So That we know of. That you know of. I'm part of the Trap House. Yeah, any, any secrets at this point would be secrets he didn't know. That's true. So they would be secrets even from him. <laughs> Did you hear about the Uncle Dosh? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm uh, Kevin, a.k.a. Nictus on social media. I am the Dungeon Master. I will be guiding these wonderful, amazing human beings, goblins, elves, and minotaurs, and changelings through the through the world of Ravnica. I got them all right. Changeling, minotaur. Yep, I got them all. Um, yeah, I'm a minotaur. Yes, you are. Yeah, I, forgot, the I forgot to say I was a goblin. <laughs> it's been a while. Okay, so. It's been a while. Uh, on last week's session, we, uh, the gravy train finished up their investigation and adventures deep within the Temple of the Nephilim. They found their way into the main nest of the Sisters of Stone Death. There they confronted them, and after a hard-fought battle, defeated them, taking their heads as prize and proof. After... uh, Investigating the temple a little further, uh, they discovered a person who looked to be in some sort of like mid-transformation between whatever creature or race they were originally and partially transforming into a gorgon. Um, Skriznet helped free this individual with magic and tinkering tools, and she warned them that the land that they were in is cursed. Um, They made their way back towards the surface, and they started to feel the effects of the curse. 
Not entirely sure what the curse is or what it does. You guys are so sure. He wrote it in the book when I was not here. Uh, and we left off with them making their way through the deep, dark tunnels back to the surface of Ravnica. Now, they had been beckoned by Niv-Mizzet, who said that he had some things to discuss with them. Didn't make it seem as if it was super urgent, but that they should get there at their earliest convenience. And uh, you guys are emerging from the depths of the Undercity back into Ravnica on the surface. The world is yours. Ravnica. <clears throat> I'm just like, son of a... Man, I gotta pull the maps back up, man. It's well, uh, do we You have... guys came back out of the dead bridge. Mm -hmm. The dead pool. The dead pool. Well, do we have anything we need to do before we uh, go and hang out with our buddy Niv? Not nothing off the top of my head. Does anyone... Should we... Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take, but uh, we could get potions or something. I wouldn't mind we do, that. We do have uh, lots of moolah with draws out. What do we get? 250 apiece? Yeah. Two, I, I wrote it down as a 25. Oh, they did get a total piece. Yep. Because it was like it was late. It was, but, yeah, um, it was ten grand each. Or sorry, no, I wish it was not ten grand. <laughs> it was twenty five total. It was twenty five hundred each. Yeah. It was ten grand total. Ten grand total. Oh, what I meant to say. I don't <laughs> know that I even remember that number, but that's what you guys said. So I believe you. I wrote, I wrote it down. down so. I wrote yeah. Gerard will pay ten k. That's okay. what both me. That's why I didn't even dispute it because you write stuff down and I believe you. Is I that, thought I said a hundred, but it's it's fine. hundred k. <laughs> Does that give me inspiration for being honest and taking that? Me and Rob? Not yet, but I am going to be more aware of inspiration in the campaign. Uh, so you guys are, uh, you emerged from the Dead Bridge uh, Chasm in Precinct 6. 6. Do you guys need uh, the map again? I, That's yeah. the main map there. I got it on my phone. Um, but it is nice to have the You guys are going to become very familiar with that in a couple of sessions. Kind of. Yes. Kind of. Very right? much. Well, but... So we're in six, and we have to go to what? Four for um, Nivix? Nivix. Is the mm -hmm. Griffins or? The Griffins are still inoperable. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's what I thought. Been down there for a little bit. I guess yeah. not that long. Enough. <laughs> I feel like every time we go into Bob Potions, we've gone to Precinct 3, so I know. we'd have to go past four to get there anyways. So after we talk to Niv, maybe we go yeah. there and look into buying some stuff. I feel like... Didn't we want to go to the library as well and do some research on something? Oh, God, I'm tired of reading. Let's... <laughs> I'm not my head. I can't remember anything. Didn't but... you have like a sword or something that you were going to research? Or... Sword. Or Thank something you. about oh. something you we... wanted to go to the library? Yes, I think well, we had a... There's a hammer back where we just came from that we could have looked for, but... Oh. If that's what you're talking about. Other than that, I don't... I just remember you saying you want to go to the library. That's not uncommon, I feel. So I know there's like there's been a, there's been a lot going on, but uh, I can give you guys like some reminders of things that you guys were trying to find out about, or that you might look into, or things that you hadn't resolved yet. That would be good. Okay, because I know it's been a while. You guys have been on some adventures. So the things that I have in in, in my notes, um, that you guys were looking for the Sunforger tomb. Yes. Was that the one with the hammer? That was yes. The one with the hammer. Um, at some point, you guys were quested to find Tormund's showstopper. Yes. No. You guys have no clues on that. Nope. You, uh, Skriznit, for his own whatever reasons, is trying to find Ichabod Sparks. 
Just to give him a hug. I'm sure it is. Um, you still are looking for Sheila Belheim. Um, at some point, you know that you're going to be confronting and or looking for Tauros. Mm -hmm. You know that at some point you're going to have some confrontation with this vampire or you're going to lead other people to have a confrontation with this heir of Sadek. Yep. And then the other note I have is mystery that you guys don't know about yet. Yay! I'd like to do mystery that we don't yeah, know about Yeah, let's do yet. that. Maybe, 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 maybe we'll get into that today. Maybe. Come on, Mr. Trebek. Um, that's all the things that I remember that are like kind of like the loose ends mm -hmm. that you guys were that you guys had like oh you're, I mean you're all, I mean you're looking for Madame Madri, which <laughs> I don't know if it's so much you're looking for her, or she's looking for you, you're not really sure. She's not doing a very good job. Right. Don't we have the goblins looking out for her? Yes. yes. I have notes here that you have your goblin people looking yeah. for got my people looking for their people uh you are current you have your goblins currently keeping an eye out for madame madri and ichabod sparks yeah. Um, oh yeah madame madri you too. wanted to go to the simic to get those tusks uh <laughs> yes. implanted in your face hey you might have enough money now <laughs> yeah put it on the list that might not be top priority but <laughs> <laughs> i mean right now the world is your oyster depending if on we get time. some of the modifications we can get it could be pretty cool yeah i'm gonna get lip fillers and an ass lift <laughs> <laughs> aren't you a changeling though like yeah really <laughs> do that listen i want it to be permanent <laughs> okay I'm like i'm not gonna stunt on your creativity yeah. but i'm like can't you just do that yeah about to be a Kardashian. Nice. <laughs> Elvin, Elvin Kardashian. Kardashian. It has a nice ring to it. Yeah, it, yeah. it flows. I will stab you. It really does. You're going to have to get through all the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> it it just blows up in my face. <laughs> I, get, I get plus two AC with the Botox. <laughs> Especially when um, they attack from behind. Uh, I'll allow it. Yeah, I think I'm not, not plus two. Make plus one. <laughs> plus one. I get two. Botox for plus one. I'll get Botox for a plus one. Yeah, do that too. T-shirt design. It's worked. It's worked. <laughs> you should be writing that idea down. Natural armor. <laughs> Unnatural awesome. natural armor. Okay, so uh, where would you all like to head? What would you like to do? By the time you emerge from the tunnels, it is probably uh, early afternoon. And it'll take, what, about three hours to get to Nibs? Two hours? Uh, at a good pace, it would probably take at least an hour and a half to two hours okay. to get there, yeah. At, at a good pace. And we're long rested? We are long rested. You are we long rested. Get. You should oh, have all your we? spell we're slots now. back. You should have all your hit points it's back. Like, it took us like time to get back. We rested oh, in the snow gotcha. globe. Yeah. And then we can I'm not going to argue. <laughs> Actually, everybody except for Spencer. Yeah, you, you said you couldn't sleep. <laughs> you stayed up all eight hours. Yeah. Here you. Well, I feel like the best plan of action is to head to Nibs right now and yeah, maybe we think figure it out to do in the way from there. I think the potions is a good idea too because I think those, I think healing potions are pretty nice. Okay, yeah. so uh, with that in mind, you're taking probably I'm assuming the most direct route to get there to save time. Mm -hmm. um, unless there is anything that you all want to discuss, there will be no random encounters along the way, even though the world is a little bit chaotic right now. Unless we notice a potion shop. No, there, there will be no rolling. <laughs> if no, there like, is a battle tonight, I already have that one planned. 16? You're good. <laughs> you guys keep, make it. Keep in mind what, which uh, DM screen you guys are today. I feel like he isn't. Or Scrizz needs to make a motorcycle. <laughs> that would be sweet. I, I would allow that. Pretty dope. Gotta be level 3. Scrizz invents yeah. the automobiles. Um, so <laughs> you arrive in the slightly <laughs> less 
clean, not that it ever was really clean, uh, area of Precinct 4. Um, things look a little bit chaotic. There's soot and stuff falling about from buildings that have burned down in the nearby areas. Um, most of the targets look to be important to other guilds. Um, they are larger meeting halls or uh, places of business that are owned specifically by guilds. A lot of the guildless uh, establishments and businesses don't seem to be touched. They don't seem to be bothered. Um, the Boros uh, Legionnaires seem to be cleaning up some of the the mess. It looks like there was uh, some sort of a gruel assault in the area not long ago as they're kind of dragging some of their own and some uh, some goblins, Viachino, and, and, and ogres off of the streets. But the blood on the streets is fresh. Do I notice any of the... Uh, do I recognize like any of the Boros people that I'm uh, friends with? Make a perception check. Guidance. Okay. Combo. Combo. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. You see a. uh, You do see somebody that you recognize. Oh, who is it? Uh, You see a a a little goblin, who's sort of leading a a little troop. Fucking Jeff. Uh, yeah, it's Jeff. Ooh, Jeff the Goblin. Or someone you recognize. (laughs) It's like, was it Jeff? It was. I think it was Jeff. 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 Yeah, that was his name. But his name is spelled G E O F F. Oh, we hate those guys. Mike Barbosa. It looks like he might have been recently promoted from the last time you saw him. He was on guard duty. Now he looks like he's leading a small battalion of, of troops. They're on cleanup duty, but still, it's promotion over guard duty. Hey, Jeff. Hey, uh. He looks at you very inquisitively and he's kind of scratching his chin. Um, Minotaur. How y'all doing? Is your name like uh, Boulder or? Yep. Okay. I'm Boulder. What's this up? The Boulder. I'll just you know come back from the Undercity. What's what's going on over here? Ah, a little skirmish. Not a big deal. These guys were coming in and looting and pillaging and saying, "Oh, this land belongs to us." Rah, and I smashed a building, and then, uh, but we got them. Nice. Hey, how's the gravy back home? Still, still good. We're getting the good supplies with the uh, city being chaotic. Yeah, yeah. It's important. I'm, I'm yeah, it is. Uh, best news I've heard of the best. It is. It's excellent. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I want to walk up like right behind him, like look over his shoulder and see if I see the watch like on either <laughs> one of his wrist we didn't have a wristwatch had a pocket watch the pocket watch that's what it is we pants i want to be behind him and just like what time is it i thought you were gonna try and steal (laughs) he uh he turns and goes um we've been under we've been underground all for a couple days so (laughs) we lose track of time we don't get to look at the sun pocket watch out (laughs) and he flips it open and it's it looks like the exact same watch uh it's probably about three it says three i think Say, so, hey, where'd you get a pocket watch that fancy? I bought it. Hey. You know, I'm, I don't even make that much money. I got a really good deal on it. Oh, who'd you buy it from? Maybe they would they give me a good deal? Well, I got it from a pawn shop. What's a pawn shop? Well, it's like this place where people take their crap, and then they're like, oh, hey, can you give me some money for this, and I'll be back later. And so the pawn shop will give you a little bit of money, 
And then when you come back, you have to pay that much money back plus a little bit extra, and then you get it back. If you don't get it come after a couple weeks or whatever, then they get to keep it, mm. and then they can sell it to whoever they want. Uh, do I see what pocket he puts it back in? Left pocket. Um. Well, what what pawn shop did you uh, buy it from? Oh, you know the the one next to. Uh... Ooh. In the notes. It's in the notes. We're killing Jeff tonight. <laughs> oh, you know it's next to the uh, the armory over there in uh, uh, the the the, the rusted anvil. Now the name of the pawn shop is uh, is Skullets. Skullets. Yep. He's a he's a pretty good goblin, you know. Oh, that's the pawn shop owner. Yeah, that's the name of the building. It's called Skullets. Okay. Also, the name of the owner and the name of the business: Skullets. Skullets. Well, like it sound, you know, like skull, E T T, skullet. Oh, I thought there was like a Z at the end too. No, skullets. No, it's like apostrophe S. Yeah. Oh, okay. Skullets. So his name is Skullet. The business is called Skullets. You know that that checks out. Well, well, thank you. Maybe we'll go there and get some uh, fancy watches for ourselves. Being in the under city like we were, it would have been nice to have a watch. No, yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, it cost a lot. It cost a few months' salary, but. Uh, a few how much? Yeah. You, you're spending a few months' salary just to tell the time when you can look, look at it. Look, look, look at it, though. You're a goblin, right? This thing is shiny. We like shiny stuff. I understand. He puts it back in his pocket. Roger that. Screw this. I feel like you need to get one, and I'll pop one in the shoulder. As he pops me in the shoulder, I kind of, like, fling myself towards him. like, oh, fuck it. I, like, slam into jab. And I'd like to slip my hand in his left hand pocket. Here. <laughs> um, I'm go ahead and make a stealth check, or a sleight of hand check. Does he I get advantage because I'm kind of helping that? Who does not? I guide him. You cannot. I think that's both. Twenty-one. It's a contested stealth check. I also rolled well. <laughs> so you kind of bump into him, and you get the watch. Out, but you don't disconnect the little chain clasp that's attached to him. Uh-oh. And as you kind of back away, thinking like, "Yeah, I got this," you go to put it in your pocket. Uh, he turns and looks at you, and his eyes light up blue. And he goes, "You shouldn't steal from a thief." But he only says it loud enough that you hear it. That hurt on to me. <laughs> pocket watch. You're not watching little snags. Sometimes I got little snags on hooked on my cloth here. Thank you. You could have caught me instead of me just slinging you, in. You you noticed that his uh, his voice changed too. Like it was non goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna back away slowly. <clears throat> nice, nice meeting you. G-Hop. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, nice meeting you too. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you got a minute, can we, we can we talk over here? Well, we're talking right here. No, it's cool. It's just me and him. I'll go. We, with we won't leave my, uh, your eye view. I just, you know, it's like goblin stuff. You need uh, to worship the king. Kinda. I mean, he's the king. Yeah, we we, we actually get this a lot. Well, let's go sit by that bench. Yeah. I, like I, as I, I walk away, right? can I try to throw like a look at Brocky? Like, you 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 can try. Sure. Yeah. Are you trying to do this like kind of? Sneaky? Yeah, I don't want. Uh, just a stealth check. Unfortunately, my passive perception is ten. Uh, seventeen. Um, you do it pretty, pretty stealthily. 
where no one you don't think anyone noticed you I, that i think that nobody's all right i go over with them but i'm like as we're walking over i've got like now you walk like hands on hands with the hands like right on my scimitar <laughs> like, uh, like um memory this was this the same goblin that slipped me that encoded thought in mm -hmm. the, okay yeah i was just making sure okay i'm gonna keep a close eye on the goblin sure. as well uh, mostly out of curiosity. So uh, he kind of your your back is kind of to them, and the bench is sort of back of the guild, so or back of your your teammates. So they can see you guys sitting on the bench, but they see more like the backs of your heads and your faces are kind of turned. Um, are you trying to blow my cover? What cover is that? I'm infiltrating here. I'm collecting information. Well, maybe if you're trying to infiltrate and be on the cover, maybe not flaunt a damn. 50,000 gold piece watch. Would you like one? Well, fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> it's not that hard if you know the right magic. So he reaches into his pocket, he pulls up the watch, and he waves his hand over it, and he duplicates it. And he goes, here. <laughs> Who are you, really? A friend. Okay. I'll, I'll watch my... I'll watch it around you. I'm surprised that your friend Elizabeth didn't tell you about me. And that asshole don't tell you. He is so secretive. Man, he is tight. You can't blow my cover. I am someone important. Probably more important than you realize. Okay, well, let me a little piece of advice. You're a, a guard in the Boros Legion. I wouldn't flaunt that watch. If somebody like myself can spot it out, what do you think other people are thinking? No one else seemed to care. <laughs> that you think? How many people are in your group? Three. <laughs> that are worth the shit. So he gives you the pocket watch. He gives you like the duplicate of the pocket watch. No fun now. Just give it to me. I'll just put it in my pocket. Um, I have one more thing for you. You can choose to share this with your group or not, but it is private. And you see him pull up into his head and he pulls out this tiny ribbon like you've seen Lizica do before. Oh, you got tapeworms. And, oh, God. And, uh, it's highlighted in blue with uh, mystical little spectral runes on it and he hands it to you. I just put it up to my forehead, like it sort of like goes in like almost like a tapeworm, in through your ear and all the way up into your brain. I'm like, damn it, I got worms now. Um, or again, the uh, <laughs> the message that you get inside is, I'm the true leader of the House Demir. I am Lazav. Okay, I will. Uh, I'll pretend that I. Never even met you. I mean, we work together, right? And he kind of gives you a wink. <laughs> I'm out here. I got your back. I know that you've been doing good work. All right. I will go back. Are we done? Yeah, we, we can be done now. <laughs> we done? Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're done here. Um, hey, that, that, that. I'm sorry, I meant no disrespect to the king as he's kind of walking back, you know. I just wanted to get that all cleared up and out of the air. 
So there's no... I don't want any of your lackeys coming to off with my hat or anything. You know what I mean? I understand. I won't try to take your pocket watch <clears throat> ever again. Thank you. And then I'll, I'll walk back to the group. He goes over to the Boros guys and he talks to Rocket. Man, that guy, that guy is straight shooter. He's, I like that guy. He's king. Hey, have you seen Wang lately? Um, Locks of Dunn. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. He's got the bandana. Yeah, he got promoted. He did twice. Twice. He's what? one of the he's one of the head uh, battlefield medics now. Oh my gosh! Well, good for him. He's been doing some great work out there. You know, I taught him just about everything he knew. Is that true? I raised him from when he was just this high. Insight check. <laughs> I crit on my insight check. I taught him some things. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's incredible. He doesn't even seem to like falter or care that you're not being 100 percent honest, or even acknowledge that you might not be 100 percent truthful. Insight check. <laughs> well, if uh, if you happen to run into someone of that stature, uh, just let him know I say hey, and I'm hoping to see him soon. Of course, of course. Well, um, we're going to finish cleaning up this stuff over here. Well, I'm not. I'm going to tell these guys to clean it up. Yeah, congrats on the promotion. Hey, it's thanks. Like doing well. Thanks. I had, to, I had to sweep up a lot of shit, you know? Oh, we've all been there. We have. We have. All right. Well, we'll check you later, Jeff, with the G. Jeff with a G. So, after he leaves, I want to, like, huddle them up. I'm like, well, when we get to... Uh, Niv Mezzet, I have something to tell you all. And about that time, I'm standing right next to Lizica, and I'm going to take my little wand of wonders, and I'm holding it up to his crotch, and I'm like, <clears throat> if you have any more fucking secrets, you best out them when we get there. <laughs> did Did you go boom in your it, pants again? This is either going to enlarge it, or make it awfully <laughs> damn small. It depends on the role. <laughs> or I'm going to fireball your crotch. So you... <laughs> I just didn't think of it at the time. And then after that, I pocket the wand and I just start walking back away. I like that you have a prop for it. That makes me really excited. It's so much better, yeah. I'm going to get a prop sword. Nice. You should. Or the prop, the prop uh, helmet with the bat wings. Uh, yes. I, I, th I wonder if they make a replica of War Duke's helmet. Because that's kind of what I, I based it off of was War Duke's helmet. Anyway, to see if he can make it on his 3D. That'd be sweet. I know it'd be like two would be a days. Project. Well, I mean, yeah. We'll cover it in tinfoil. I tried to get Gimli's helmet made on the 3D printer, and it was going to be like a 10-day print, and yep. it fucked up in between. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so sad, so, but it was looking so cool. Like, he's got one, I guess, he's been on. It, it was like three days of printing and still one. On, <laughs> and that's why it's like, it's still printing. <laughs> All right, so um, you leave the Boros soldiers to clean up the mess. Are we heading inside Nivix? I think so. Yeah, I think that's where we were headed. Okay, excellent. Um, Skriznik gets you in through the main guild gate the way that he has many times before, flashing his insignia. The uh, electronic, electric steampunk technology force field barriers let down and allow you entryway. Um, you go in through the dormitory areas and up the, uh, up into the main guild hall, up into the spire of Nivix itself. You go up the metallic spiral staircase up to the top floor. It's as if people were expecting you as everyone just kind of nods as you come in instead of even asking what you're doing here. You reach the top floor, 
The large chamber doors of Niv-Mizzik's personal chamber is open. It doesn't seem as busy and hectic as it was the last time you were here, as it's just Niv-Mizzik. He's got several books hovering around him that he's reading and looking at, and he's he seems to be studying greatly some sort of a spectral map that is either a projection or an illusion spell of some kind. You're not sure. Um, the map itself seems to be a outlined and very detailed, almost three-dimensional map of the city of Ravnica itself. There are several points on the map that are highlighted with unique beamed little energy scions or flags. Um, from what you can tell, there are 11 spots on the map. Can we notice like the locations? Uh, not from this distance. So, Niv-Mizzet doesn't seem to really acknowledge you when you enter the chamber. He seems to be much like he has before, very much in his own thoughts, in his own world. He's turning pages with not only his mind, but his fingers, and even his tail occasionally will come up and like slap one of the pages in one of his books. And it's almost as if he's not even looking at the books. He's kind of studying on the map. And you see these traces of almost like mist or smoke, like someone smoking a cigarette, but it's kind of going in reverse instead of blowing out of his body. It's like going into his body from these books. I wish I could read books like that. I think Scrizz is just going to walk in, find a pillar or something, sit down, pull the pocket watch out, and just start looking at it and just ignore everybody. <laughs> it's very cool. He's like, oh, this is fucking nice. Yeah, it's very nice. That's nice. And he already forgot about telling him about the secret. <laughs> That sounds right. <laughs> so, you're in his chamber. What would you like to do? Well, hey, Niv, you uh, sent for us. Hi, hello, sir. Hello, Rocky. Are you smoking in your brain? I'm reading. Oh. Well, you said that. It reminds me of that one SpongeBob episode where Patrick tries to make his brain just catches on fire. <laughs> There's just smoke coming. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are back. How have you been? Pretty good. How All are right. you? Lost a few family members. Well, Found a few family members. <laughs> well, better than I was. It's been hectic around here. How's Ravnica as a whole? Mm, peace is... We're working on it. Um, we do have plans to initiate... Some things in the right direction for that. However, I don't know that all the participants in Ravnica will actually go along with it. I know I hinted around it a little bit before, um, but I have spoken with the other guild leaders. At least the ones that would hear me. Which ones didn't hear you out? Lord Rakdos. Yeah, I wasn't perhaps. surprised. He doesn't really take visitors. Can't you firebrain him or something and just talk to him? He's a pretty powerful entity. So are you. True. This is supposed to be about unifying Ravnica, not causing more hostility. I'm sure that the word will get to him, 
it will be up to him at that point whether he wants to go along with it or not. I have a feeling he will. It seems to be that way. I mean, you said yourself he could tear all Bravnica apart and he hasn't left his little basement to do that yet. No. Uh, the motivations behind Lord Rakdos are a mystery to me. Even his own members aren't entirely sure why he doesn't just level the, the entire city. Combined, we definitely could stop him, but he is a powerful force. I just think that he doesn't see that as a challenge. It's not entertaining to him. And as Skriznit knows, that's anyone's aspiration in his cult is to have favor with Lord Rakdos. I just, I'm over there in the corner. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just like, I'm still looking at the watch like, yeah, where's this? Uh... So, how did it go in the Undercity? Well, good and bad. You know they turn things into stone down there? Yes. A little heads up would be nice next time, because we were a little unprepared. You didn't ask. <laughs> you got me there. I'll ask for uh, any risks or what surprise. Yeah, I we... wish we would have kept one of the heads. Um, so you could just flail around all right. Yeah, that would them. be a pretty good weapon. But also, yeah, I feel like that would. My apologies. Yeah. I forget that not everyone is smart, understands, and knows as much as I do sometimes. That's not an insult to any of your species, but I have been alive for over 10,000 years. Well, good news is Drod's back in control. Gorgonites is dead. Excellent. Yep. We're good to go. Liz is half of his family's dead. Half of them are evil. He kind of he looks at you in a <laughs> curious like... way. And how are you? Uh, I think I'm all right. Different, right? It's different. <laughs> when he asks you that, I'm like... <laughs> Now he remembers. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to help jog his memory here pretty soon. How goes your pursuits, Elvin? Um, they're okay. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, eh. You know, I did see something, and I didn't like it. I was my own, uh, I guess, patron. Was planning on killing me, so that was not cool. Where did That's you see what this? he saw in the mirror? Um, <laughs> you brought that. Up. I, I I saw it in a mirror. I I go ahead and actually pull the mirror out. This time it's it's a it's a mirror of things you don't want to see, according to the magic man. I believe it was mirror possibilities. It's a mirror of possibilities. Mm -hmm. oh, that's the name. Yeah, that's pretty close, Elvin. It's yeah, back to It's a mirror watch. of possible <laughs> futures. The yeah. mirror always seems to find the worst possible futures and show you that. I've noticed that. You can say that again. Oh, that's that's the worst? Well, one of the worst. Oh. You have to remember that every choice you make leads you down a different path. And there are a million different choices that you could make. Thus, there are a million paths. Um, Some of those paths diverge. You only have a finite number of ends to your journey. And that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Man, I've already used one, too. Um, alright. Um, is there any way to break the mirror? 
like as in use yeah, here it, you go. Oops, I'm just kidding. Like use it. Most magical things can't be easily destroyed. Well, I Did guess you, rerouted. You, like if I was like, man, I really don't want to find. Of course, you've been shown a possible outcome. You can do whatever you want to prevent that from happening. So in theory, if we looked at this mirror two million times, we could see some positive outcomes. Probably no. No. It's sort of a cursed item. Mm. Yay! It never shows you the things you want to see. Most people pawn these off as a... showing you things you don't want to see. It still could come in handy. I mean, it could show us things we want to avoid. I will say, with anything dealing with the future, don't rely on it too much. Yeah. You could become obsessed with possible and not live in the now over on the topic of time we did find a temple or down down there um, his forehead kind of furls down how much of the world's history do you know before a lot yeah well we we stumbled upon a temple I believe that it was called the ink treader I wrote it down one of the four Ancient. Nephilim. Yep. One of the four Nephilim. Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are five Nephilim. Five Five. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Which ones did you learn about? We learned mostly about the Ink Treader, but... This the... temple was the Ink Treader's temple? It was built in their... Honor, I believe. I believe so. Worship. He is the deceiver. He is a blood god. Mm -hmm. Or was. Do you know of him now? The last I heard, he was no more. Hmm. That's good. He looks kind of creepy, so. Yeah, he's scary looking. (laughs) I mean, all of them look creepy on this picture. The monstrosities of this world come from the cursed land of the Nephilim. That's why no one leaves Ravnica. Beyond here, everything is cursed. How do we know that? I know that. Okay, that's good enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever noticed that no one leaves, and if they do, they don't typically come back? Yeah, we noticed that. Well, maybe they just found something better. (laughs) Your other friend, he comes back and forth. He planeswalks, if that's what he said. That's not part of Ravnica. It's true. I mean, you saw what what was happening to that one person. The elf we found down there, and what was happened to us when we were leaving. Yeah, but that's they, why people they built a whole city in the Undercity. That temple but was where Gorgons come from. The Undercity still. It wasn't just of... a casual place for them to hide. Mm-hmm. So basically, going to that temple and staying too long, you convert to that whole land. The Gorgons, yeah. for whatever reason, considered a holy place. Mm. It's amazing that you found it. I didn't realize that any of the Nephilim temples still stood. Well, we are a hell of a trackers. Yep. Do you know where any of the other ones may have been at one point? All of the Nephilim are dead. Well, as well, dead as they can be. They're temples. Or if they had temples? They are in the five quadrants of Ravnica. Hmm. This is the only part of Ravnica that is not under Nephilim magic. Hmm. And yet, the temple only spoke of four, not five. It did. That must be the deceiver. Interesting. 
because I did Boulder River when I was like 14. <laughs> Interesting. Those are the days. The Nephilim were the equivalent of gods to Ravnica. The entire realm and world of Ravnica was created by them. All of the peoples of Ravnica were created by the Nephilim. But they were petty and spiteful amongst each other, much like the armies that they created. They fought and bickered until eventually they destroyed each other. Some of them. Then those peoples that they created revolted against the survivors. But the lands in which the Nephilim fell are cursed. Which is why no one wanders outside of Ravnica. That curse first, man. There are enchantments within the city that take the desire out of people to leave. It's for their own protection. None of you have ever had the desire to exit. And now you know why. Yep. Yeah, it checks out. Hmm. Well, anywho, you called for us. Yes. I was, how is the phrase, small talk. That was, that was great. I'm working on it. Yeah, it was better than last time for sure. Hey, have you ever had gravy before? Oh, I don't want to give you too much small talk. Never mind. I, uh... Most things I eat are still alive. I mean, it bubbles. <laughs> it's kind of... That's interesting. Anywho. So, in a couple days' time, the leaders of Ravnica, the guild masters of Ravnica, are all going to come together for a festival. A festival which the likes Ravnica has not seen in a hundred years. We used to do these annual festivals as a celebration of the guilds and all of our accomplishments. But tradition over time, less guild leaders started showing up. They were busy. They had their own things. And over time, it became no one showed up. All in Ravnica are welcome, including the guildless. There are uh, normal festivity type things. Vendors and feasts and entertainment. The Rakdos, in particular, put on, well, at least they used to, very interesting, non-life-threatening shows. They do have some members within their ranks that are highly skilled in the realms of entertainment. Yeah, we met one. Yeah, me. Uh, well, we met two. Uh, oh, sorry. It's sort of a sort of a family family friendly thing. We thought that we would use this as the opportunity to spread the word of our intentions for restoring order to Ravnica. I know it seems weird to have a festival in the middle of all this chaos, but there are parts of Ravnica that are still untouched by most of the chaos, and we will be able to put up protective barriers for this festival so that. Dangerous outsiders cannot come in. Security will be increased. But the purpose of this festival will be to explain to all of Ravnica about the illicit maze. The maze. You're rolling. Can I insight check to yeah. make sure it's Nibnibbit that's actually not setting us up? Sure. How'd you do? 
We're good. <laughs> the way you covered it up and grinned, I thought it was a 20. I'm glad you stopped all that. Can just, I roll uh, it? It's like 60. Uh, as far as you can tell, this seems like Nim is it. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't a setup. Okay. So, the festival will be a prelude to the ceremony in which each guild will select a team to represent their guild. And as I mentioned before, I would like you to represent the Izzet League. This is not going to be an easy task, but you've already done so much for Ravnica. And honestly, I can see no one else within my guild who I would trust with the task. <clears throat> there is the possibility for death. I will warn you of that. Yes. Unlike the stoning I did not warn you about. <laughs> and he kind of looks at you that. with a smirk on his face. I feel like everything we do has a possibility of death anyway, so it's not that threatening. I think I'm invincible to uh, stone. I don't think I can turn. It's true. He hadn't, he hadn't turned. I'm the only one that didn't turn, so I think it's something in my goblin blood to keep me from turning. It's possible. There's a lot of magical properties about goblins that aren't fully understood, including their tolerance for pain. Yes. Your, your species does seem to have a higher tolerance than most others. I think we thrive for it. You live in some of the harshest environments by choice. Yeah, walking behind Rocky is pretty rough. <laughs> No one tells you you have to walk there. I break a lot of wind. Hey, he chose to do this. So this is more of a... But that's the thing formally asking if you would accept this undergoing for me. I cannot tell you about what the actual maze will consist of. Other than that, it will be dangerous. What if, since we're all from different guilds, what if, for instance, my guild asked me and a group of... Uh, our soldiers to represent them. You would be responsible for the power that comes from winning the maze. I guess that would be your choice whether you want to represent them or... The power would not be bestowed upon one of you. You would have the ability to bestow that power to someone else. I see. Mm. Okay. It's sort of the fail-safe. You're more like champions. You had me sort of death. <laughs> so, will you navigate the maze for me? And for Ravnica? I gotta say, I think I'm in. But that's up to you guys. When I say that it is open to all members of Ravnica, I mean all members of Ravnica including the ones that we don't care much for. But imagine being able to decide the Shoot. fate and the law oh, of Ravnica to someone like Lord Rakdos. So is he himself going to be down there running this thing? It cannot be any guild masters. They are way too biased. And I trust this team because you represent many, not just one. Which is why I would choose you over and all is it champion group you make a strong I feel like i feel like this was you guys have a strength that the others would not you bring in assets from many I feel like together we work better for this <laughs> better for the good of ravnica than most others would do for the better of their guild you have my hammer <laughs> 
What about the rest of you? And my sword. <laughs> <laughs> sword. Alright, let's we have a hammer and a sword. Mortal. <laughs> you have my secret. <laughs> yeah. Nope, never mind. Stand by and watch. Your reward will be that beyond monetary. You will be helping shape the future of Ravnica. And bringing peace. I still, there's still part of Scrizz that has like that little Rakdos in them that's like, fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> I want chaos. Yeah, I think we're all in. I think we're all in. Excellent. So this is, uh, when's this festival happening? Next week? Two days. Two days. Okay. Same thing. Same two days. You have two days to make any. Last minute preparations. The running of the maze will not start until next week. Okay. This gives the guilds time to prepare. You'll understand more what that means at the festival. Because it goes beyond just selecting their guilds and their champions. I appreciate all of your promptness. Is there anything else that I can do to help you? Um, yeah, can you, uh, with your nice vision that you have, see if you've seen Sheila Belheim around? I don't really use the fire mind for that. Well, can you? If we're going to be a champion, to me, maybe help us out. I will keep an eye out. Just one? Okay. I only need one. <laughs> yeah, you see, I I just gotta talk to her. It's been just too damn long. Elvin, we both know that you're not going to talk to her. <laughs> it need an we will talk. I gotta have a cool battle speech, and then we'll fight. It's the only right way to. I go. do not question your methods. Your methods get results. Currently, it's one I can't see you die all the time. You have been through much. You all have. And I wish you luck. One final suggestion, if I might. I know that you are loyal to your guilds. You have domiciles within those guilds. But perhaps you could set up your own establishment as the guild leaders have rather unanimously decided that you are all now government officials. What? You are now the new order of the guilds. Wow. All of those petty squabbles that you used to handle before, you're still going to be doing those, but after the whole maze thing. Obviously, if you want it, you can recruit others to your cause. But I would... Suggest maybe finding a safe place to call your base of operations. My house. <laughs> Nobody lives there anymore. <laughs> I think but, uh, the snow globe is safe. So we'll safe. Speaking of the snow globe, he wants it back. I am going to need that back. <laughs> what? He did say he's going to lend it to us. 
Well, it would give you a rather it. unfair advantage within the mate. It's our guild hold. It's our guild hold. <laughs> Base of operation. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that you have ideas. Mm-hmm. Remember to stay true to your own morals. Your guilds can guide you, but they are not you. You are individuals. And you have done well so far. If there's nothing else I can help you with, <clears throat> I wish you luck, and I'll see you in two days. Now get out. Now get out. Get out. Uh, where's the festival taking place, actually? It will be taking oh, yeah, place... It finished three days ago. <laughs> you, guys, you guys missed it. It was great. It was a really big party. Uh, it will be taking place in Precinct 1 in the 10th District Plaza. What time? It's an all-day thing. Starts when the sun comes up. Wait, precinct one where? So we sent early. Uh, the tenth district plaza. Okay. Tenth district. That's cool. They're gonna have uh, this is more of a personal question. They're gonna have those cotton candy things. My kids love them. Oh, probably. Okay. I'll be very disappointed if they don't. I got kids I thought you still alive. Most pe- most things you eat was. Alive still. Not everything. And he kind of smiles with like a little bit of fire coming out of his mouth. (laughs) I think you'd like gravy. Perhaps I will try it sometime. (laughs) If if he provides you with the gravy, that's not the correct one. Let me provide you with the gravy. Because his will spoil it for you. Because it's spoiled. Thanks for the warning. It's, I'm sure. it's just aged. It's like fine wine. Fermented. <laughs> Fermented. It might be alcoholic. Yeah, alcoholic gravy. I don't think it works like that. I don't guys. think either, but who knows? He just add some a little bit of sugar and some yeast in there. There we go. Keep it in the canteen yeah. for a month. Like those tribes in Africa that they take the fruit and Swash it in her mouth and they spit it back in the a big bowl and then let it ferment. Oh god. <laughs> I just prefer bush light. <laughs> At that point I'd just rather have a natty light, you know. <laughs> yeah, that too. Anything's probably better. Pretty much Miller High Life at that point, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That's the champagne. <sighs> yeah, I don't like champagne. All right, so um anything else that you more. need to discuss with Niv as a group? Personally, Gravy. privately. Gravy. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Uh, I do have a next question. If I am going to uh, bring the kids and the wife, how safe do you think it's going to be? These things. Very safe. Now, this Arisadek pops up out of nowhere. It would be difficult for him to penetrate the magical barriers. Okay, so. We have not had the magical barriers in the past. We have not needed I, I just want to make sure, because... Some of our finest Azorius arresters will be monitoring the situation. The Boros will be patrolling the area. 
it should be relatively safe. As with all things in life, nothing is guaranteed. You did work in space. Six and a half. So. It's true. They're just like in the room. All right. Sounds good. See you in two days. Two days. Two days. Next week. Next. <laughs> this all right. Time works. So you uh, you exit Nivix. You head back out into the city. Almost like the end of the week. And uh, it's kind of up to you what you wear and what you want to do now. How close are we to the uh, the goblins? They're in. They're in precinct four. Yeah. yeah. We can stop by there. We need supplies. Probably um, for sure. Sure. So we're talking I'm sorry, that they're in precinct six, but it's not far. Yeah, from we need potions. If it's on the way, I'd like to stop by. That way, we can uh, kind of get, get an update of what's going on. The, uh, yeah. Any sightings of our peoples? You could get there in a relatively short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got two days too, so we can if we compile a list, we can make sure we get all the stuff down. Definitely supplies. We want to check out. With the goblins, mm-hmm. I'd like to see the family if it's possible. We get you your tusks implanted in your face. <laughs> I get the ass lift. <laughs> Gotta go get the Botox. <laughs> and what kind of animal would that? Would that be like a puffer fish? Uh, probably octopus. <laughs> <laughs> not my bag, he man. got squid ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just looks like Squidworth back there. <laughs> <laughs> But it looks great in pants, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so first off, do we want to try buy supplies first and then talk to the goblins? Or goblins first, then supplies? It's probably, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could do both in the same area. <clears throat> I think that's the same precinct that has, like, stuff like that. On common. All right. So, so go to five. Mm-hmm. Or six. I think it was six. The goblins are in six. Six. I thought most were most of the potions and shops were in three. In three, right? So, okay. we, but we're pretty close by. So it'd be we go back, back a little bit. Yeah. Precinct three is where the Selesnia mostly are. Yeah, that's where we keep. That's where we normally get a potion. There, are, I mean, there are general stores and equipment stores within Precinct four, but like I said, it's kind of more dangerous here than in other places. But yeah, I mean, we know. could look out for something. Yeah, if something catches a along yeah, along right. Tin Street, there's a lot of different vendors and stuff. Yeah. Just depends on what part of the city that you're in. So yeah. you could probably find a potion deal. I feel like on our way, let's keep an eye out, just active okay. eye out for a potion shop. So just, I, just I would so say we, that in this yeah. area, probably not too difficult to find someone that actually peddles in potions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so if we don't have to go all the way to three, though, that would save some. Um, what kind of potions are you looking for? I'll save us a whole lot of narrative shopping time. What, kind of, what kind of potions are you trying to get? Personally, just healing potions, but I don't know about you guys. Poison. You were not going to be able to buy po- poisons on the surface. Yeah. Was, uh, oh, never mind them. They're, they're kind of Fear. found. How much are graders? Uh, graders throughout Ravnica. Is there any sleeping potions on the top here? Hmm. This, what's How much are boring? Uh, graders are 150. 150. 50 or normal. How much are superior? 300. Mm-hmm. How much does that heal for? Uh... But so it might not be that bad. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's like eight d four, I mean that could heal yeah. somebody up all the And then there are Supremes. They're five hundred. So, uh, all right. So, uh, uh there... I'm sorry, I got it right here. Potion of healing two d four plus two. 
Uh, Potion of Greater Healing, 4d4 plus 4. Yeah. Superior Healing is 8d4 plus 8. And Supreme is 10d4 plus 20. 20. Oh, that's pretty good. That's <laughs> but also probably really good. Those are 500. In Ravnica, they are. Not in other places. They're more expensive in other places. That's actually not bad. 300 for Superior, right? Yeah. 300 and then... Potions here are... Uh, potions here are actually cheaper than they your, are in like Faerun. Your averages are either 16 for 300 gold or 20 for 500. So for four more potential hit points on average. You go all the way to Supreme, you're guaranteed at least 30 hit points. In, uh, right. in like price comparison, uh, Superior in Faerun is 450. And Supreme oh, is thirteen fifty. That's how I was. I couldn't believe it was that. Yeah, cheap. yeah. Ravnica, there's a lot more magic things okay. here. So, so that's uh, so max is sixty. Also, and like maybe 30, uh, yeah. potions of speed. I'd be interested in uh, potions of speed are seven hundred. More expensive than the other one. They're pretty powerful. Um, yeah, they are. What about invisibility? Well, we do. Uh, invisibility is three fifty. I do have the. And it only gives you oh, invisibility, okay. not greater invisibility. Uh, I had that I scroll. Greater invisibilities are a thousand. Oh yeah, you do have this. I do remember which I was planning on. Yeah, it is. But I was planning on either so copying you could, down my. You could learn book. those. Yeah, you so, just need the components for it. So yeah, I was planning on. So I'll probably also shop for the components all around to copy it over. Um, book. Do you guys have any bombs? Bombs are illegal on the surface. Yeah, bombs are dangerous. That's why. Don't you remember? That's why it was a big deal that you guys went to find Krinko in the very yep. beginning. Uh, so when... we can we can hit up the shop that we were at because where we got the uh, the holy hand grenade. We can go back down to the underground. Yeah, because that's where we were. We were uh, no, that. it wasn't. We got it in the same district as the goblins are at. The, bo- the there is always the, the dead market. Fuck that. Hey, I, that I'm was bait. So. You said the dead market. Bait. Winter gear. I've told you guys about the dead market for a while, as in it is a place that people know about. I know, but winter gear. You need winter gear? You never know what this race is going to entail. Nuclear winter? Even... Yeah, it's it's going to be in the same. It's going to... Does he even well, like, get winter again? So yes. Really it has seasons, but... Sure. It does not get as cold as other uh, places. It does snow, there, but it only snows for like maybe maybe one month race, potential right? snow. Yes, it's, it's not a race. It's it, he referred to it as a maze. maze. But as far as what the maze is, what it consists of, nope. no one has any idea. Any kind of magic. I mean, I know, but you guys don't know. No, that's fair. I won't waste money. If if I'm you guys honest. actually played the card game, you'd have a better clue, but. It was Colonel Mustard. Uh, all right, tracking devices. What do you mean by tracking devices? Is there any kind of... There's like coins, things, like small devices that you could plan on somebody to know where their location is. Um, sure, yeah. Okay. I do have the locate creature spell as well, if I need that. This isn't necessarily a potion, but I'm looking for like um, an object that I could have like the sending spell in. Like An two, object? Two of the objects, the kind of like walkie-talkies. Yeah, you could probably find something like that here. Hmm. That'd be okay. cool. So, like I said, magic items, especially magic items like that, are course. very common yeah. in Ravnica. All right. Which is a superior was three hundred. Superior is uh, three hundred, and Supremes are five hundred. Five hundred, and the Supreme is the ten d ten or ten d four plus twenty. Which, which is a banger. I'll take. That would be good for you because it's max sixty. I'll take. So one. you can go pretty much from one to. Like, that's the max you can get from it, say. So, average is probably like I'll 45. I'll take two yeah. of the Supreme. Without doing the actual. Is that the 500 ones? 
Yeah. Oh. Uh, Supremes yeah. 500. Yeah. Okay, I'll take one of the Supremes and then two of the ones that are right below that. Okay. Yeah, I'll do. So I don't one. have as much that's hit points as everybody else. So. Yeah, you got 2,500. What'd you hit say invisibility was? Oh, hit points. Uh, regular invisibility potion is 350. A greater yeah, invisibility potion is 1,000. Could you take your, your money to the library and buy spells or whatever? I could buy like one level, one spell because they're a thousand gold per I level. I gave you that scroll for haste, Sitna. That's okay. you buy two level spells or a second level spell. I don't want to spend having having the spell level. scrolls. I don't remember what the actual breakdown is, but it's cheaper to have a spell scroll and copy it than it is yes, to buy way, a spell scroll. I'm pretty sure it's fifty gold per level per level in components, and that takes two hours to okay. even. But cantrips are also fifty. It's a minimum of fifty gold. Except for me, because I can. I'm all changed by cantrips because I'm a wizard. Not cool. I'm gonna pick one supreme and one superior. All right, I'll trust you guys to deduct the gold. Um, yeah, I'll stop by my shop. Okay. And I will grab uh, ten fingers. Ten fingers from a shop? Just ten fingers. Okay. And when, whenever hey, I can or... recycle back up with them, I'm gonna give them each one. You're gonna give them each a finger. Yes. Okay. I have find familiar, so I can find where you guys are at all times. That's not how that works. How's it not? Find familiar is where you summon a familiar. It's not yes, that you can find one. No, I thought it could find your uh, familiar where you know. No, where your your thing monstrosity is your familiar. So if that thing is gone, you can find it, so to speak. Bring it back. Yeah. Now you can have those fingers enchanted with a tracing spell if you want sure. to know where they that's are. What I wanted to do. That's, what I, that's what I thought I did. You'd have to go find some type of a wizard to do that. It would probably cost you how many fingers you want to get enchanted. Yeah. That's going to be a very low level enchantment, probably 20 gold per. Okay. How so much would the two sending stones be? Or message? I'm looking for. What kind of object do you want them attached on? Rock. <laughs> Just a rock? Just something, Just something simple, basic. Yeah. Basically, a telephone. I mean, you can do like a bracelet or like a necklace or something. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be crazy, but I want to have something like a phone so I can check on yeah. the family and the kids and all that. Something that's so like you want one to check with your family. So you Correct. can hear their screams. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Wow, that got dirt. Damn it. Red Rover, Red Rover, come in. I'd say you could, get a, you could get a pair of sending stones for 150 gold. And there, is there a distance on the... the... I'm, I'm looking at it up now. Okay. Because I know there's... Right. One of the spells doesn't have a distance and one does. It's it's the one the sending spell does not have a distance, yes. but I think the stones mm -hmm. do. Okay. okay. I know the, I know the only... Max distance. Yeah, I know the only requirement for the sending spells if you're doing it in different planes. There's like a chance it won't go through. Right. Like if I roll a d20 or something. Hoping to not have it in different planes. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> to say the least. Who knows? It might happen. We're in the land of magic. Ho, ho, ho. It's magic. It's Santa. Um, no, there's no distance on. Oh, cool. Uh, sending stones come in pairs with each stone. Uh, card to match the other, so the pairing is easily recognized. While you touch the stone, you can use an action to cast the sending spell from it. Okay. So it's whatever the limits of the sending spell are. But once the sending spell is cast through the stones, they can't be cast again until the next dawn. If one of the stones is destroyed, the other becomes non-magical. Okay. I will take one set. Uh, that will be 150 gold. So 150, and then I'm going to take 
the big dog potion. Okay. Uh, it's 500 on that one. And then the oh. next one down is 300, right? Correct. Now we'll take two of those. Yeah. Okay. So that's twelve fifty from me. Yeah, about a few potions. Would it be hard to find like uh, an immovable rod? No, I'd say, like I said, that'd probably be easy to find here. I think we had the option for that in one of the shops, actually. But yes. we we didn't have as much money at the time, so... I want one because I think they're cool. That's, That's fine. Fair. How much does that run? Um, an immovable rod, I feel like it would cost roughly the same. Uh, probably about 100 gold. <coughs> Alright, so my grand total is 1350. How much is a potion of invulnerability? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, according to my little thing here, it should be right around 3,840 gold. Yeah, it's a little rich. But in Ravnica, magic's a little bit more common. I would say that it's still going to cost about 2,500. Yep. Okay. 15, 13. Any other shopping things? While you're doing that, Lizica, are you trying to do these scroll things? or I'm going to do and that. How long does it take to do that? About two hours. Okay. So while they're out doing their shopping, mm -hmm. uh, I'll say, yep, you just spend the gold required yeah. for the components, and you can add this to your spellbook. Okay, cool. Let's so the, the top one was the Supreme Healing Potion? Is the big right? one is called Supreme, yep. Potion of Supreme Healing is what it's called. I think... If you go to look for it on D&D Beyond, it's called Potion of Supreme Healing. Okay, and the one below it is superior. Uh, potion of superior healing. Yep. I think while I'm out, I'll probably want to look for a cloak of because I have to actually go out and get some components as well. Look for a cloak of protection as well for myself. You won't be able to wear the cloak of displacer and the cloak of protection. He has the cloak of displacement. Who does? Uh, Elvin does. Does he? Yes. That well, might have made gave, a difference. You gave me a, oh. a cloak too. Oh yeah, he forgot to use it like a lot. A lot. I totally did not realize. I, it I didn't. Had it. I forgot he had that. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew he had it, but... I, didn't uh, I would say Cloak of Protection, yes. You can absolutely find a Cloak of Protection. Oh, you gave me the Cloak of Let Protection. Me... Yeah, yeah, I was the one for myself, too. <laughs> Let me see how much roughly that would cost. I don't remember. I don't think it was crazy. I don't think so either. It's only uh, uncommon. Uh, I'd say probably 200 gold. We'll just call it 200. That sure. seems, seems reasonable since it has more combat applications mm -hmm. than some of the other things. Fair enough. When I buy sending stones, I'll probably save the rest of my gold. All right, so you added the spells to your spell book, and you now have a cloak of protection. Scrizz, you want anything other than some potions? Not here, I don't. Okay. I don't know what else is out there to buy. True. Yeah, we could always. What's the stupidest magical item? I feel like you guys have some of the the, the dumbest magic items. <laughs> I gave them to you already. That's fair. That's, That's fair. True. <laughs> I get a cloak of billowing. 
Damn, I've got a cloak. Of you protection. do have a cloak of protection yes. already. <laughs> Are you wearing a cloak of protection? I wear two yeah. cloaks. Yeah. We, we bought one earlier, and he, yeah, he and put you, it on. So you have the cloak of displacer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You didn't even remember to use that because we forgot to use that last session. You didn't die though. So. No, you didn't die. You yeah, put that on so damn good. You hit pretty hard. Yeah, that's and for I sure. have the dread damage. I like that time when he crit as its reaction from Bill. And yeah. Then, and then on his turn, he crit again. I was yep. like, oh, that guy's going to bleed. If <laughs> he dies, dies, you should get a hat of vermin. That's a common magic item. You can definitely would, buy those. That would be. What does that do? You can like pull creatures out of this hat like X amount of times a day. That's that's funny. That's where I got all your guys' stuff was from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. I love it. Love they're it. they're mostly just cool. They're flavorful. They're not really. Mm -hmm. They don't. They're not powerful. Okay. So if you guys don't want anything else, or if you think of anything else you want to get before the actual May starts, just let me know. I will tell you that finding common magic items would be easy. Finding uncommon magic items would be also easy. But anything that's going to have a combat application, as far as like weapons and. Uh, armor and things like that that actually add to your combat capabilities are always going to cost more than the non-combat yeah. stuff. So you just let me know what you want. We can discuss it either in-game, out-of-game, or whatever. But, um, it's really hard for me to give you guys a shopping list. Yeah. Now, the rarer stuff, anything above an uncommon, might have it. We'll roll for that if there's something specific that you're looking for. You also can probably commission to have things crafted, which would take more time. Yeah, makes sense. Ravnica is a very magical place. You can get most magical things here. I love Ravnica. <laughs> okay, so you guys have acquired your potions. You've acquired your new gears. You guys yes. spend a couple of hours wandering around to do this. Lizica comes back, meets up with you wherever you guys agreed to meet him. Yes, and he also knows, he, he's now wearing a shiny new cloak of protection, yeah. and he has a couple of new spells in his spellbook. Um, having the spell in my spellbook, I'm going to give the spell scroll of haste to Rocky because he'll probably use it. Better than I will. You actually have the spell. Haste. I know, but now I have. I don't really have the as as much use for the scroll. You already so. own it. Like you already know the spell. Mm -hmm. Sweet. So, so he gave like, you a spell yeah. called of haste. So now you can. All right. It's basically like a haste potion. But what do I have to do to cast? I think since you're a caster, it just takes an action like it's a normal spell. I believe. Okay. It could be wrong. It's a higher level than spells I can currently cast because I think it's level three, right? It is I third can only level. cast second level. Spell. I'm not sure on the rules. You can cast it with a spell scroll and save a spell slot. Mm -hmm. So do that too. I might keep it until I find the rules specifically, and, and, okay. it, and if it makes sense to give it to you, then I will. Because with concentration, mm -hmm. I've, I've got you know, a bunch stuff of stuff. I use Hunter's yeah, Mark and Divine Weapon and Patrick Weapon. Okay, so you all meet back up. Where are we heading next? Has it been two days? It how, has not been two how, days. How, oh. yeah, how far into this day have we been? Uh, you guys are got, getting ready to head into almost early evening. It's now probably about 5 o'clock. Maybe we haven't had a night to sit down and just chill. So, to the tavern. Yeah, might as well go to a tavern. So you're heading to the Silver Spire. Yeah, drinking. I do want to buy a, a bag of ball bearings. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got one. Those are uh, probably a, maybe a couple copper. They yeah. don't cost very much. Okay. Snakes don't slip on. Yeah. So, are we heading back to the Silver Spire, or are we going to the Greasy Crown? Oh, can I buy goggles of dark vision? That's right, you're the only member of the That's party true. that does not have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My horns are always lit up. I would say that it would be hard for you to wear them and your helmet. 
Well, you could put them on the helmet. Well, you could always have. Are they attunement items? Though? I can make a forever. That's not. You can make a forever roll to see if I can fit it. I would say that you'd have to pick between the goggles and the helmet. Well, here's the thing: you could wear the you could wear the helmet practical, like on the surface, and then when we're like in areas that are dark, you just swap them out. <laughs> I could do that. But yes, I'd say you'd be able to find a uh, set of goggles and dark vision. That would be great. Yeah. The, they're going to cost roughly two hundred gold too. Worth it. Dark. I feel, I feel like it's worth it. <laughs> Man, I'm a great DM. Yeah, you could buy that. You buy that thing too. No problem. You need treasure. So I will. I will uh, then specify if I'm going to take the helm off and sure. put on Sounds the goggles. Good. There, the helm will be in the bag. Makes sense. I'm in the bag. Wow, goggles and night vision. Is this how you guys always feel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is nice. Also, I'm I'm sensitive in sunlight, so you don't get that part with those goggles on. Is it what uh, sixty feet? I think. Yeah, I believe so. I'm yeah. sure. As if it's the normal, normal creatures. I don't think I'm pretty sure Dark Elves, to my knowledge, are the only ones. Are we at greasy? Yeah. The greasy crown is a bar that you guys have been in before in this precinct. Do we want to go to the greasy crown, or are we feeling more of our homeland? <laughs> you guys don't really have a home. You just have a bar you go to sometimes. The homeland. It's like your guys' McLarens. Yeah. <laughs> We should totally buy a bar. We should totally buy a let's, bar. Let's buy a bar and make that our base of operations. Bar. Can, we, can we call it puzzles? Puzzles. <laughs> you can. Hey. You think I'm kidding, but you can absolutely buy a bar and call it puzzles. Buy puzzles. We never got to. We never got to finish that 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 bar in the last campaign, in the Dragon Heist. There's so many unwanted uh, unfinished tasks. I know that game was so fun. <laughs> I don't know. So Maybe. is this what we're trying to do? Are you guys trying to find a bar to buy? No, we were kidding. Oh, were we? I feel like he was not. I was not kidding. We're gonna have to hire somebody. That's a whole effort. How much is a bar? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That's very. How about we roll three d one hundred? So that's how much the bar is. How about no? <laughs> how about we roll a d twenty? That's how much. The bar. How about no? All right. How much how is the about... bar? We'll save the time. How much is the bar? How about we let him research? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with something, and that's what we'll do. Right. The original bar that you guys got in Waterdeep was what was it, like ten thousand gold or something crazy we like don't that. Have 10, but you guys were able to make payments on it, and then we, the one guy who deeded it to you. Yeah, we deeded it to you. Yeah. Uh, in Ravnica, depending on how big of an establishment you want, real estate is sparse here, but you're not doing anything crazy in said bar. I'm gonna write this. Are down. you making it more of a bar tavern or or just like a bar? Just a bar. Just a bar. Do you want it to have spaces for you guys to actually sleep in? The upstairs part will be yeah. So those will be personal quarters. Yes. Yes. Personal quarters. If, if it's all open, that's okay. It doesn't need bedrooms. I would say, and which precinct would you like it in? The ghetto. Well, it, would be, it would be cheaper. We're going to get robbed. <laughs> Isn't it with the, where the goblins are at? Precinct 5 is where the goblins are at. Yeah. Oh, let's go Precinct 5 and you have goblin barkeep. Barkeep. Yes. And cleaners. Okay. Yes. And we've made it. Well, I would say that a bar in that area, because there are a lot of abandoned buildings there. Free. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can get the goblins to we were planning ahead arrange to get us so. one. <laughs> yeah. Thousand gold each. Thousand gold each? I got a thousand. You have to put at least half down. I mean, we can all just put a thousand. Because you're in a high risk area. 
where things sometimes go wrong and yeah. it's cheaper there. It's cheaper there. A precinct one would probably cost twice as much. Yeah. How much do you have? I still got like close to 2k. Uh, I kind of forgot. You do have the whole goblin army, basically. 1700. So, yeah. I got a thousand. Yeah. All right. We'll put, we'll put half down now. We'll pay the other half later. All right. Uh, so, again, for the sake of the narrative, you guys find a realtor in the area that is, you find one that has a for sale sign up in it, and you go, that doesn't look terribly battered. So, that was 4,000 total. 4,000 total. Okay. So, we're putting half down now. So, 2,000. And it's called Puzzles. Or do you want to name it something else? King Screws. Let, we'll get back to it. Yeah, let's. We you guys don't have to name it right now. What if we do goblin puzzles? And we have like. Yeah, like we could do better. <laughs> so, uh, you guys uh, will say that it takes you the rest of the evening to discuss it with the realtor. You guys are like, yep, this is the place that we want. And uh, it is. I feel like we got we'll say it's like three blocks from the entrance into your. Into the goblin area. That you already know. Something about. that happens when, when we go to a bar and we get drunk and then we're like, we should own a bar. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that happened. The opposite scene hasn't seen how much about it. They talk about it a little No lot. closing time. No so, last call. Um, you guys buy the building. It is uh, has a, a large tap room. It's probably, uh, well, I'll say 20 by 20. Um, up at the, the top area, there are two large bedrooms. We're doing it. You guys bought a bar. <laughs> we bought a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got it for a good deal. It was four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. We got three workers. Yeah, we got the precinct fines of the goblin. Yep. You guys, uh, your bar is in the smelting quarter, three blocks from the entrance into the goblin domain. Exactly. So, um, this building does not need as many repairs. It's still in pretty good shape. Good. You know, maybe a couple windows need replaced, but nothing Every major. Campaign, we buy a bar. But you know what? You've got another one. It's gonna be a staple now. It's good stuff. I've saved you guys money in the long run if you think. Say we're in the, the smelting quarter. The smelting yeah. quarter. We could call it Helter Smelter. Helter Smelter. <laughs> I'm right okay with any name. I'm writing so, it down. You guys buy this establishment. The next day, uh, you meet up with the realtor person. Uh, he. He, she, I don't really doesn't matter. Gives you the the keys to the establishment. Gives you the deed to the establishment. Um, more like a copy of the deed. You'll get the rest of it when you pay the rest of the money off. Um, you have within probably thirty days to pay it off. Um, if you don't, then it resends back to them, and you lose your money. Um, as far as how the building looks, like I said, the large tap room is about twenty by twenty. There are some, there's bits of furniture and stuff in there already. To get this thing up and running, it will cost more money to actually make it an established business. But not for the labor, because you have labor. It would mm -hmm. be for just the supplies. So, so is this be an actual functioning bar? Yes. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll gather the goblins up and I will give them... Since we're going to be out and about doing our thing, yeah, I'm yeah. like... Okay, guys, we got this bar. We need it set up, and I'm gonna give you all some money to get it, get it, get it all set up. Here's some money. I give them twelve hundred gold. <laughs> <laughs> you you want me to do what with this now? I want you to pay, guys. Let's repair this new windows. 
Gore is very excited. Um, now you okay. make sure you pay the guys good. Oh, I, I, hey, you're the king. If they're if they're working, they're getting paid. I want new bar stools in there. How, how many of you guys need to work in this place? I said twenty by twenty ish. Well, 20 20. this is just to get it up and running. Oh, okay, yeah, no yeah. problem. Let's get some labor going, and then we'll worry about security and bartenders and wait staff later. You know, this could be like the first goblin business. Most of us work for other people. That's true. There you go. We're supporting the goblins here. I like it. All right, 1,200 gold. Uh, I'll pay the guys good. And if we have any change, I will give it to you. Sounds good. Sweet. Hey, guys, we got to go work on this bar over here. <laughs> what do you mean a bar? I know, we got to go work on this bar. <laughs> Scratch came in and he said, hey, we got to do a bar. Okay, so with that, the goblins now have their task. You guys now own a bar. You guys can call it whatever you want. And for the night, like I said, you can sleep here. It doesn't cost you anything to sleep here. It is free because you own it. Yeah. Now, again, there are two large bedrooms in the upstairs, but none of these are for guests to stay in. You guys just own a bar. Nice. Uh, there could be potential room for you to build up on it at some point if you wanted to do that later and add rooms, but for now it is a bar slash restaurant if that's what you want, and you guys have personal quarters up there to stay. So I think the first thing like talking to the goblins is to make sure that we fix the door, make sure the door has got a good lock on it, that we get some uh, you know, a couple beds if they don't already have it upstairs and then have a couple guards goblin guards that are like blend <laughs> into the shadows but are there oh we got a couple guys so, yeah that's that's what i want done in case we need to come here and crash at tonight we have a couple people watching over yeah us. yeah we, we yeah. get you a couple bodyguards to the door the, the sneaky kind yeah but with big muscles oh yeah. and by the way have we heard anything about madri or ichabod Mm, Ichabod, no. Madame Madri has been seen here and there. She's recruiting again. We can't quite track her down, but we've got people chasing her. I mean, following her right now. I'm going to send one of my guys over here to fix this door. Okay. Um, a couple minutes later, a, a little goblin wearing this tattered-looking little wizard's robe uh, actually has like a long bit of gray hair coming out the back, but all bald on the top except for the gray hair around the back of his head. And he's like, ah, and he casts a mending spell on the door and it fixes the door. I'm going to walk up to try and help him since I fixed the door before. And then once I see him do that, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. All this part well, he, when he does that, I walk up with the broom like, this is more your style, Rock. Yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> this place needs? Some zombies. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that, that sending spell, it sure takes a lot out of me, you know. Not quite as young as I used to be. Cool. Yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah. So I point and he kind of he's kind of standing there. He starts to kind of nod off a little bit. I, I, I point him upstairs to Rocky's bed. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. I think yeah. Well, wash wash your hands. Oh, de def de definitely. Yeah. He goes up there and washes them off on the, <laughs> the mattress. <laughs> yeah, just wipes them off on on the bedspread. <laughs> okay, so. You guys staying in your place for the last evening before the festival. 
the last evening before because you guys this you guys are now on the next day you got, the goblins are oh, doing yeah, this is the whole day <laughs> I think we should be prepping for so how close is that one shop about far we bought the maze isn't for which shop the shop that i bought the little the bomb from the little the hangar oh it's nearby yeah it was like the merchant on the street or yeah i think it's like a balcony or something so I mean, if you look, if you find his name, uh, the, he worked at the oh, rusted, yeah, rusted anvil. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I want to go over there and see if I can find another one of those little hanger. Or was it Brown? Glork Vicino. Vicino. Glork. Glork. Did I say what building he worked at? You said. Let me see. He was homeless. He was homeless. He was a merchant. He sold a mini bomb to Scrizz. Ta-da. That was before. Was it Browning yeah. and Mead or the Rusted Anvil? Rusted Anvil. Yes. Rusted it was, Anvil. It was definitely the Anvil one. Okay. So, Rusted Anvil. Uh, Glork is inside. Thanks, Vidalkin. Vichino. Vichino. Oh, I don't speak Vichino. Uh, so, this lizard man is behind the counter that you recognize. You are back. Last one. You work well. It was awesome. And I did I used it on the guy I didn't even want to. So I need another one just as a backup. Mm. Or two. Or three. I I'll take one. Did you say thirty gold? Gotcha. I don't think <laughs> I don't remember what I charged you for the damn bomb. Either. It I wasn't thirty gold. I didn't write it down. I think it was I think it was, I think it was three hundred. Three hundred gold? I think it was because it's it's a level nine. I could, what else do you have? Nine fireballs. Do you have anything else like uh, that? Gold boom. Yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can give you hundred. I got five hundred gold. Spend my money for me. I give you two. You just told me you had one. <laughs> I have. Make another one. You make another one. I bring up. Do does he have like? Ask him if he has like bags of wonder or anything like that. Mm, no. Okay, then two bombs it is. <laughs> I can get you other things. Like, what other things? He looks around to see if anyone else is in the shop. Secret things. Yeah, I, I like secrets. Make sick. Ooh. Yeah, you got me. I'm intrigued. He goes over to his uh, the front of his shop and he locks it. Poison. <laughs> oh, is this All where right. you did get the poison? No. no, I think it was no. no I got it in underground. Yeah. I fell black market. Maybe was this guy? I think it was here. I think I already was... forgot. Anyways, it was this guy? Uh, same same poison prices that I gave you before. What kind of poisons do you want? Check the tape. I only got five hundred gold. Yeah. Okay, so you want the bomb? That's three hundred. Yes. Uh, there's the inflict damage poisons, which I want to say that they were. They were more expensive than like the sleep one. I've already got one sleep potion. Yeah, I think the sleep ones were a hundred, and I think the damage ones were. I think they were two fifty. No, I think I still have the. I think you do too. I think it's still on my scimitar. I never got to yep. use it. You never hit anybody with it. Um. Never hits. You know what? I'm just gonna see if he'll sell me two bombs for two bomb five hundred. All right, I get two bombs <laughs> off him for five hundred. 
nice do business again. And he kind of makes a laughing noise that sounds more like a clicking in his throat. And back down to where I started. <clears throat> Six gold pieces. But you're on bar now. How the hell are you nervous? Word spread fast. Well, you come over. I'll give you a special deal on drinks. I like drinks. Yeah, and I'm you give us special deals on your products. Perhaps. Yeah, see? You drink for You scratch my... I scratch your face. I'm not touching him. <laughs> yeah, I won't be serving him. <laughs> Have nice day. How y'all doing? Good. That, that means goodbye. Ah. Elvin, tell him about it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Anything else you want to do on this final day before? I run out there with like, Ah, what the fuck? What the fuck? I just want to lose one right now. And I just put them away. I'm like, no, not right now. Okay. I think on the final day, I'm going to try and spend the night in Boros with the family. Sure, you had no difficulty getting there at all. They're not there. No, they're, they're, your family is there. They're fine. They're in the crypt. There's legionnaires and stuff protecting the area. I think uh, I'll meet y'all at the festival tomorrow morning. Mm. Right and early, sun comes up. I'll bring family. Sounds good. You know what? Take one of these just in case I make sure you make it. I'll hand him a finger. What the hell is that? Just just take it. What's it? It's dead. It's not dead. It looks dead. <laughs> it's not attached to anything. Then how is it dead? Because it's not attached. It's just anything. an item. Am I nearby when he's doing that? You absolutely that? are. Yeah. Yep. So when he pulls that, I'm like, is that finger food? I'm going to roll for I eat and I swallow. It's tracking him in his stomach. Until he poops it out. Yeah, I do not vomit when I come close. Uh, kind of cheery, but... And I yeah, spit out the finger. Elvin and that, he has the... Known as the Master Tracer. Or the Master Finger. I didn't want to call it that. That's basically what it is. And he can tell where you're at until that thing digests. Okay, sounds Just wait good. until I bait you. It's going to be like that oh, homing true. device in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes. yeah. Chris is just around the... Ugh. That is one big pile of shit. Okay. So you go to your family. You spend your last night before the festivals. You kind of tell them about what's going on. Yep. Um, where do the rest of you go? To the bar? Probably. To the bar! To I, the bar. I feel like before I go to sleep, <laughs> kind of in hopes that I've seen something about tomorrow, but also knowing the mirrors that work like that, I can't look in the mirror again. Okay. Did we, did we ask the goblins, or did we go buy alcohol to stock this bar? We, we, we told them to we, just get it fixed. Yeah, we got fixed, fixed and ready for okay, anything. Yeah, so beer, we, everything. I mean, we stocked up. Yeah, I yeah. gave them twelve hundred gold. I hope we can get it stocked. You're gonna get like fifty copper. Okay. I don't care. Max. I want all the. I want them to be happy. So before we content. before we do the the mirror bit, is anyone doing anything else before they turn in for well, the? Well, he stole my idea. You wanted to do the beer. As well. I was, so was going to steal out of his bag when he falls asleep. So we're at the bar, oh, like, drinking. We can do that. And I, I'll wait. So we all just start I don't drinking. Know, I fall asleep with this thing the... in my arms. I think Liz is slowly becoming obsessed with this mirror. I say we just sit around, drink, and pass the mirror around. Okay. Take one down, pass it around. Yeah. 99 mirrors on the wall. Uh, we will go with the final visions in the mirror instead of all of the visions in the mirror. That's fair. 
who wants to go first? You're not around, so yep, you I'm get gone. to this. Thank God. It's my mirror. I'm just, I'm just going to first. Who is going first? Oh, you can go first. Sense. It's your mirror. We'll go this one. So I'll go first. Lizica. You look into the uh, mirror of possibilities. The dark glass swirls around with mists and haze and liquid darkness like you've seen it do before. And suddenly you see a vision much clearer in the mirror. Focusing your thoughts on the events of tomorrow, you see the 10th District Plaza as you have never seen it before. Um, there are vendors and stands and uh, balloons, balloon-like structures made from cloth versus being made from rubber. Um, it's about early evening. The stars have started to come out. The lone moon of Ravnica is high above the sky. Um, there's a stage set out, a very large stage in the middle of this plaza uh, where performers have been performing most of the day. Um, you see pillars of fire and smoke as Rakdos bards and... I just straight about say Rakdos. <laughs> jugglers and sword swallowers and flame dancers, as they are known, do performances of the history of Ravnica. And they're quite good. On the far end of the district, you see the ten guild leaders of Ravnica. They yeah. all seem to be enjoying themselves. Yeah. You see Rakdos. Really? He seems bored. Mm -hmm. He's sitting in a very large like throne made out of skulls. Mm -hmm. He's just sitting there half-falling asleep. Um, there are fireworks going off in the sky. They seem to be the manifestations of Niv-Mizzet. And that's all you see. Interesting. Uh, I actually want to say that out loud because, I mean, that's really shocking <clears throat> to me since it's the first time I've never seen anything inherently bad not happen in the mirror, so... Yeah, it doesn't mean it wasn't bad. It's true. It just wasn't bad yet. Um, well, shit, if you got a good one, I want a good one. I'll <laughs> yank the mirror from his hands and look right into it. Uh, empty in my mind. What are you focusing on? Nothing? Just empty mind. Okay. So you focus on nothing. You see nothing. You look into the mirror and you see, uh, for a moment, all you see is the reflection of your face from the black onyx glass. Um, but then it starts to shimmer and swirl, um, almost in an oily-like substance that fades down into the mirror and then back out, um, like, like a bubble bursting backwards. Um, you begin to see a vision in the mirror of a female changeling. It's in the future, many years in the future. Uh, you happen to walk by a mirror yourself, and your normal changeling form looks older. You seem to be in a very refined-looking house. It's nice. Nice furniture, nice rugs. Everything is well-kept. And 
this female changeling is sitting on what you assume to be your bed. It's a large bed. Uh, she is wearing some sort of a of a nightgown, um, and she seems to be like brushing out her hair. She also looks to be elderly. In changeling years, you would guess that uh, the both of you are in the latter parts of your life. Um, you look down and see a wedding band on your hand and one on hers. You look up at her face. That's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> It is not Scrizzy. Maybe I'm gonna bang your bed. And that's all you see. I won't say anything. You got it. Mainly because I don't want Scrizz to know I possibly <laughs> cheat on him in the future. And I'll slide from oh. here to him face down. You can't cheat on him. Speaking that of. That spell can only be broken when one of you dies. Speaking of, we it's all... actually after seven. Well, we yeah, the buff. I think we got seven. like what four it's, days yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you I just think, can't have. I think game. four days have passed since you cast it. So three. Okay. Because it took you guys two to get in and out of the underground. Yeah. So yep. three. Okay. So, Skrizznit. I think he. I think Skriz grabs the mirror and turns it the wrong way. I don't know if this is working. Yeah, no, nothing happens at first. <laughs> I flip it around, start looking into it. Um, the mirror lights up a very bright shade of blue, which is unusual. It seems that the vision that it has to show you is more clear than the other ones. And you, uh, after the, the smoke and the mist fades in the mirror, you see a very clear image of you standing over top of Ichabod Sparks with your foot on his throat. And that's basically kind of what you're doing. You're like, like just victory, like, yeah. And in one hand, you've got one of the bombs. And that's all you see. This fucking mirror kid, I know, right? <laughs> I hand it back to him, and I just pour another drink. I'm like, I can't wait. So, like, I think there's like a little bloodthirst now, like it is hot. So in celebration of our first bar night, are we going to play our famous drinking game? <laughs> Oh, uh, no. Next. No? No magic. No magic. Just drink. No. <laughs> uh, just, I sent you a text. Would you like to read it out loud? <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you sure? Well, do you drink? Occasionally. But I feel like this is a first bar. It's a good occasion. Do you want to play the drinking game? No. Because I'll lose. Okay. So no one wants to drink with you tonight, Elvin. This is bullshit. <laughs> so Elvin just sits at the, at the bar and drinks by himself. I'll drink with him, but I'm not going to play. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'll drink with him, but I'm not going to play the game. Okay. Do you have any other things you would like to discuss before the evening? No. Uh, what's our sleeping arrangement? Are we all sleeping in the same room since we can't buddy up? Yeah. Probably I mean, we got gods, but, you know... Yeah, there are two two large rooms. We should be safe. Maybe just buddy up. We're all small. Yeah, we can do that. Fine. Yeah. Okay. After a moment, um, how many other goblins are in the bar with us? Only the only the couple that are kind of serving drinks right now. Okay. Cool. So I'd so say like there might be two. There's like one guy kind of like watching two the little door. Goblin bouncers out front, and, and then you have the two outside. So you guys have like four extra goblins with you. Two out front. You have one guy kind of behind the counter, and then one guy kind of standing at the door. 
even though none of you, it's not you guys aren't really officially open for business, but uh -huh. still, light, the they, lights are on, the fire is burning. So they got practice. They didn't do bad for never having bartended ever in their entire life. Not bad. Tower of Cups. So uh, you all head to your respective sleeping quarters. Scriz, however, excuses himself and says that he has to go take a has to go and use the bathroom. Scrisnet, you walk out of the bar, and I'll let you do whatever it is that you want to do. I want to head down towards the uh, Goblin Quarters. Okay. And find... Uh... I've got his name wrote down somewhere. Well, I want to find Krinko and... Uh... Whatever his name is. <clears throat> the one I left in charge. Gore. Gore yeah. or Gore? I don't know. Yeah, Gore. Yeah, Gore is the guy. He's been your he's been your dude. Yeah, there it is. Glore. 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 Um I'm gonna go talk I wanna pull those two aside and talk to them about Krinko getting a team together. Sir Cruncher. Is he down there? Yeah. Okay. I need you to get a team of goblins to run into in this festival of guilds coming up. What do you mean by festival of guilds? And I what do you mean like a team? I don't understand. I Are we going to the festival? So he, I explained to them how I want the glore, how I want him to have strategically placed goblins around the festival in case we need them and shit goes down. Oh, Goblin. so kind of security. Somewhat security. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. So I need you guys around and just be, you know, blend in. You know, go eat you some cotton candy. Go eat you some... I do like candy. So, yeah. but if we need you, we got at least a group of goblins nearby if we need you. Okay. Uh, how many guys you want? Just make them like groups of three to five. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. Krinko, I want you to make a, a team, specialized team, of at least five of you. Okay. Like, I want your meanest, nastiest fucking goblins you can find, and you're going to enter this competition tomorrow. Well, I am probably the meanest goblin that you know. <laughs> well, and, I, and I know that. Like... So I need you in it, and I just want you to go... I want to do your thing. I want you to win this thing. Five of the toughest goblins that you know. Okay, yeah, I can do that. And I go through and like explain from the best of my memory of what Niv Mythic told me of what's going on. I was like, there's this maze, and... He seems like he buys into the whole thing. Like, he fully understands. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure uh -huh. I miss pieces of it. I'm like, yeah, and then <laughs> Definitely. Like, whoever wins, like, gets all the powers of the guild masters. Whoa. <laughs> Do I have to give them to you because you're the king? Or no, if you win, you get to keep them. All right. And you know what? If you win, I will give you the crown of the goblin king back. I can be the king again? Yes. Oh, well, then I'm definitely in. I mean, you're pretty great, but the king is yeah. the king. And then, like, as a little incentive, I hand him the pocket watch. How did you get a pocket watch? These are expensive. Oh. Did you kill a guy? I mean, I'm cool if you killed a guy. I've killed lots of people. That's all I need to know. So I give I give the pocket watch to Krinko. He just holds it like this. Used to belong to a guy that's dead. 
Yes. And if you die, more excited about that fact than I want it back. But I'll be die. dead. Huh? Why get it back to you? We'll figure that out. Deal. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> hey, Glory, look, I got a watch. This used to belong to a guy that's dead. <laughs> Glory, if I kill any more people with watches, you got the next one. I get to sit on the throne sometimes and I might get a watch. <laughs> this is the best job ever. So, make sure we got guys watching over the bar. You got it. We won't let anyone burn the building down. Sounds good. But we're closed right now, right? Is that? Yeah, we're closed. Got it. We're going to be cool. closed. We're closed during the festival. Nah, it seems fair. Everyone will be at the festival. Yeah, I think so, too. So. Mean Goblins, Pocket Watch. I like it. Anything else, boss? No, I just, like, basically do the little secret goblin handshake, which we forget and change it every time. It's different every time. <laughs> All right, Mean Goblins, we'll have guys at the festival tomorrow. And I head back to the bar. See ya, boss. Laura, we gotta go find some guys. Uh, kind of some mean ones. Yeah, some of those, like, if they're missing a couple fingers, that's fine, uh, you know, but... I would prefer them to at least have both their feet. <laughs> you hear them just kind of wandering off. No, no, one arm is not good. A couple fingers is fine, but no... I, yeah, head back to the bar and head back up to the room. Anything oh. else that you want to do before you sleep? Yep. Excellent. All right, so the morning comes. Rocky, you uh, you meet up with the group in the morning. Yep. And uh, they show you the establishment that they bought. What's what's the name? Can we call it Rocky's? <laughs> I think we're calling it Rocky's. Rose, uh, there's a bar named after me. I don't see a sign. He's rude. Well, well, not yet. It, oh, we just named it. That's oh my that's God. nice, dear. Rocky Road. <laughs> what, what if what if we call it Rocky's Rose? <laughs> I don't even care what we call it. <laughs> you know that's fine with me. So now it's kind of named after you too. That's that's nice, dear. <laughs> I don't know that I want all the goblins hanging around like <laughs> Yeah, don't don't look at her. <laughs> don't be a dick. Alright. <laughs> Guys, the boss said don't let anyone burn the building down. Rock we got you, boss. Rockies. This place is called Rockies. King. <laughs> They're like, are we supposed to put a sign up or something right now? Or you, you want to wait till we get back. You got <laughs> so, don't let anyone burn Rockies down. Yeah. The We're those finger quotes. <laughs> we'll see how the race goes, and we might be changing that's, the bar. That's fair. But you know, if he dies... Then there'll be a remembrance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I guess good enough. So, you head to the first precinct into the 10th District Plaza. To 10th District Plaza. District. That, for whatever reason, that did not want to come out. Um, sure enough, the, the city is lively. There is uh, th this large stage, much like you saw the night before, uh, that's in the fi finishing stages of being constructed and set up. Um, you see a secondary stage off in the distance, uh, sort of the, the blocks off the gateway out of the, per uh, the first precinct. Um, 
you see some of the uh, the Azorius arresters and some of the stronger mages from within the Azorius guild. Uh, they are looks to be focusing their attention from the rooftops and stuff, basically causing like a magical dome that goes across uh, the skyline. Uh, there are some sky patrols within this area of the Bojack Rocks and the Skyjack Rocks um, that used to be the Paxi service that are in the, the service of the Boros, being mounted by Boros Legionnaires. Some of the higher ranking ones too, some of the stronger of the, the Boros Legion. Security is tight, but it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable as you come in. There are guards uh, stationed from the Boros Legion, um, a couple of very, very, very large, strong humans um, at the gates that are checking not so much IDs, but asking questions for when people come in, what your purpose is here, and just seeing if they spot anybody that might seem suspicious or unwanted. They have descriptions of some of the people that fit within the uh, the New World Order. So they're on the lookout for people that seem to be hostile or aggressive or up to no good. You get a very broad sense that this is probably one of the safest places in Ravnica presently. And it lets you kind of put your guard down just, just a little bit. A little bit more so because you are with your family and it's the first time you've been with your family in a while. Yeah. Um, your kids are kind of looking around at all the uh, the side street performers. Some of them are just doing uh, juggling acts. Uh, some are doing ventriloquist acts and puppeteering. Uh, it's all minor performances. None of the big performers are on stage yet. None of the famous performers are on stage yet. Uh, there are vendors all around selling all different types of uh, foods, uh, candied apples, uh, meat on a stick, cotton candies, uh, desserts of all kinds, bakery goods, uh, donuts, uh, like sort of like cream puffed pies. Um, the smells erupt, uh, the, the smells that erupt from the, from the plaza and all around are <clears throat> reminiscent of nothing you've ever really seen before. Not in Ravnica, not in most of your lifetimes. Um, You've never really seen a festival like this. And to see this many people in one area all sort of getting along from different guilds, including guildless here too, um, everyone seems to be having a good time listening to music being played. Um, they seem to be conversing with each other, members of different guilds, just talking to each other about what's going on in their lives. And you see friends reunited that have been tied up with guild business, but their friends are in a different guild that they haven't seen maybe since childhood. Um, there are activities and things set up for kids. There are like little carnival type games uh, where some of the parents take some of the children. So there are children running all about. This is, this is definitely a family event. Nice. Um, there are uh, magicians performing illusory magic on the sides of creating almost like balloon type animals, but with magic instead of balloons, they're shaping it into whatever the kids call out. You hear them yell at things like donkey. And then they kind of do it, do a turtle next. And then that turns into a turtle. Um, this grows into a larger group of magicians that make them sort of larger in the sky above them as more kids kind of join. And that way everyone can see it. And generally speaking, everyone seems to be having a pretty good time. Uh, some of the guild leaders seem to have already been, uh, seem to already be in their spots on the stage. And the stage itself for them in the backside is massive. Um, because some of the guild leaders are not normal-sized humans. They are large. The The guild masters that are currently there are uh, is the Sphinx from the Azorius. Um, Isperia. Uh, her long, flowing purple hair 
tied up in a top knot on the top with a with a gold headband and a gem affixed to it that has a blue emanating magic aura about it. She is even bigger than the Sphinx that you saw in the in the court. Uh, she is donned in very decorative gold armor. Um, her light blue fur matches that of the other Sphinx, but hers has a sort of shimmer to it that seems even more unnatural. And as she kind of turns her head, it seems as if she shimmers in and out of existence, almost for like a second. Um, her completely paled white-out eyes seem emotionless, but her face has a smile dawned upon it as she watches some of the 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 children and the families kind of getting along. Um, she speaks to no one. She sits not on a throne or a chair, but on a pile of pillows. And much like a cat would, just kind of curled up with both of her paws up in front of the other ones in a very relaxed position, just kind of observing. She has a presence about her, though, as her wings are tucked back in in behind her her armor um, that she could be very ferocious if she needed to be. Um, the guildmaster from the Golgari, Gerard, has already shown up. Um, he sits in just a very basic black chair with a high back on it. Um, he seems to be wearing the same sort of bone armor and uh, twigged armor that you saw before, but he's now wearing a much nicer cloak that doesn't have as much uh, decay on it. Um, the cloak is of a very light gray color, and he's got his hood pulled up as the sun seems to be hurting his eyes a little bit. But he seems as emotionless as he was before, and again, kind of just observing what's going on. Um, as this lich has probably not been to the surface in a very long time. He doesn't seem nervous, but his staff that he normally carries is just kind of draped across his lap. You notice that uh, there are a couple of Golgari assassins that are at the foot of the stage almost playing like secret service for him. You can't tell exactly what species they are, but if you had to guess, they are probably drow. With their hoods pulled up in masks and dressed all in black, they very, very much stand out. Um, the other guild leaders that are there is Tristani, the dryad from the Selesnia guild. Uh, she looks like three beings wrapped in one tree. The tree itself is not large, and all of the beings that make up Tristani look like elves. They have feminine qualities and long flowing hair, but they are very unique individuals wrapped up in one entity. Um, they have a sort of kindness about them that the other guild leaders that you've met at this point don't really seem to have. They uh, exude a high level of approachability. Even though this is a force of nature and a spirit of nature, they, they don't seem intimidating at all. They seem friendly and kind, and all three of their faces just seem ablaze with happiness as they all kind of look on and they talk amongst themselves. They do not seem to have brought any sort of protection with them. Um, the guild leader from... I'm trying to remember... Uh, the Boros. I'm trying to remember all the guild leaders right now. Uh, <laughs> there are many, all right, guys? There are many. There are ten of them. 
Um, Ariella is there, donned in decorative armor, unlike the battle-ready armor that you are used to seeing her in. Her armor is polished and shiny and gold. It's in, uh, it's primarily gold, but laced in bits of white pearl-like material on the edges. Uh, it's a very heavy plate armor. Again, for ceremonies, not for function, but it looks like it would be difficult to penetrate. Um, she's carrying uh, her famed blazing sword, but it is hilted. You can see a little bit of steam and smoke emanating from the from the hilt, um, and you know that to be her her blade. She never leaves without it, even even for ceremonial purposes. Uh, her long flowing red hair is tied up in a, a a couple of long knotted braids that connect at the back and go down her back. You've never actually seen her dressed up like this before or decked out like this. None of you have. Her wings are donned in. Uh, these uh these scaly sort of shimmering almost beads like decorative beads um they look like pearls uh she does not sit but she stands not quite in the middle of the guild leader stage uh and her presence even in this more decorative ceremonial pose is she's imposing she looks threatening she looks like at any minute she could take someone out if she had to. She's pretty tough. Um, she has no look of concern or fear in her eyes, but this is the kindest you've ever seen her face. She seems more at ease than you've ever seen her. Um, the guild master from the Simic, the new guild master of the Simic, since you guys unceremoniously killed the last one. <laughs> Or I should say, their own experiment killed them. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. um, you are not familiar with. It is a merfolk who has humanoid legs on the surface. You know that the merfolk in Ravnica are able to breach the surface with humanoid legs, but in the oceans and in the water, they sprout a tail again, and their legs become a tail. Uh, this is the same merfolk that you saw inside Niv-Mizzet's prior, the last time that you were there, but you did not catch a name. Mm -hmm. She carries a very large steel trident. Uh, it emanates with an aura of magic that you clearly can see. Uh, she looks battle-hardened and tough. She does not look like she has never seen battle before. She looks like she's seen many battles. She has a few scars on the side of her face. Um, she has a big, large fin that goes across the top of her head almost like a mohawk. Uh, her scales are of a light shimmering blue color with green sort of overlaid on it. Her gills uh, are puffed in and she has some sort of a collar around her neck that allows her to breathe the surface air. Her armor itself is very basic and not polished, but it is greens and blues with seashells and other various bits of sea creatures like starfish and stuff that adorn it. And you think that these are not so much trophies as they are actual creatures. Some of them might even still be alive. Um, she does sit, however, in a, uh, a coral throne made from sh the shells of various different sea creatures, and it has a shimmer in the light, in the daylight. Um, Niv-Mizzet is there, and he seems to be the largest of the beings there. He sort of dwarfs the other ones in comparison, but he's... Very much the same as he always was in a very regal way. He has no other change in his appearance, except that now instead of this distracted arrogance on his face, you see a sort of curiosity 
as he seems to be watching everything that's going on, uh, he is talking to a couple of the other guild leaders in, but he never actually makes direct eye contact with them in much the same way. He never really looks at any of you either when he's talking to you. So this is not a thing that he does just to you. He talks to everyone this way. <laughs> um, his voice seems to bellow above the rest of the, the crowds. And even in a, in a calm, low tone, you can still hear that echoing voice of his. Not clear. You can't hear exactly what he's saying, but you definitely feel his words. Um, the, uh, the guild master from... I don't remember who I have left. Uh, Rectus. Rectus is not here yet. Demir. Uh, the Demir is not here yet. Fucking uh, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff shows up. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Orzov. Orzov, yeah, you're right. The Ghost Council is here. Ooh. Uh, the Ghost Council has a very unique presence about them, unlike the other guilds, as there are five members of the Ghost Council. All five members are actually here. In the daylight, they would probably be very difficult to see, but they seem to be almost encapsulated in this black sphere of darkness, almost like a, 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 a dark snow globe, so that they are very clear to see. And they sort of hover instead of actually stand on the stage. Um... Elvin is the only one at this point that has seen all five members of the Ghost Council. And they have a very fearful, dreadful sense of them. The other guild leaders and other people are not actually near them. Uh, around this dark bubble that's around them, you can see into it. They don't seem happy or sad, but they mostly seem to be conversing with themselves. And other people, are, there's at least a five to ten foot radius around them where no one is coming near to this thing as the bubble itself is contained, but there are bits of this magic sort of draping out around it. It doesn't seem to be spreading, it's just almost like smoky ten or tendrils around it. Um, Gruel? The Gruel is here. Yeah. Uh, like with the Gruel, you see Borborygmos. Um, he seems to be kind of in the back of the stage, like far back, kind of above some of the other people. Uh, his chair is, it looks like it's the same chair that he was sitting on when you saw him before, this big stone and bone throne with a skull of something, some beast of some type on the top of it. Uh, he did carry in his large, massive club with him, but it's... It's a tree. It, it looks like a tree, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's still huge, he's tall, and he's probably the second largest creature in the, in, the, in this vicinity. He's wearing, you're assuming, his Sunday best, which is... Not much. Uh, he's got his very nice loincloth on and like this this, uh, th this like belt of some kind that has uh, these large crude daggers and what to be would be about the size of a sword for a normal person. They're just, they look like daggers to him. Um, he's got the, the, the fiery red mane of beard on him, uh, which it looks like he did trim up a little, but he only has one eye and can't see that well, so it's not all level like one side one is a little daggers. it's a little patchy on the one side but on the bottom it's very Probably long one of his daggers yeah <laughs> what species was he again cyclops the uh the cyclops looks on and when he laughs it bellows and fills the area his voice is louder and carries further than any of the other creatures in the arena so far even more so than niv mizzets um i think that's all of them yep. yeah because we'll have ractos and demaris and that's it got them all of them yeah yeah. One, I didn't two, miss any. Three, I, I went over. I looked. That's pretty good. There are a lot. I typed up ring in here so I could figure out. 
Sounds Easier. nice. Okay. So. And that's where Winter said. <laughs> that, that would be down. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I still got like an hour. <laughs> yeah. I think on the way, like walking through and seeing like the performers and all that stuff, I'm going to give uh, all the kids like a silver piece to get to put in the. Uh, Not because I'm a jerk. How many kids do you have? Five. Five. Okay. Five or six. You're not sure? It's okay. He doesn't remember either. Uh, five. Might have There's four that are alive. Okay, so... No, four of them. So, Rose... Okay, one's dead. Rose is the wife, yeah. And what were the kids' names again? Do you have the names? Uh, Fen. Fen. F-E-N. Uh-huh. And F-I-N. Those are the middle two boys. So, Fen and Fen. Yep. Okay. Those are the boys. I'm making notes. And then the girls were Fen Lol. Who? Fen Lol. F-E-N-L-A-L. F-E-N... L-A-L. L-A-L. <laughs> Um, and, and, and Tita, E-N-T-I-T-A. E-N-T-I-A? T-I-T-A. E-N-T-I-T-A. And Karen. And Tita. And Karen. So, Finn, Finn, Finlow, and Tita. Your wife is Rose. Yes. And Karat is the dead son. Karat? Uh, his real name is, uh, Bokrat. Bokrat. Okay. I actually have good notes for that now. Does <laughs> your family like right next to us? I assume they're coming with us. They came yeah. to the bar, and I don't think right. I think they would be with us the whole time. So I'm going to give them. How points. old are the kids? Like, um, that, I don't know. I don't know that you've ever told. The us youngest that. one is probably like seven. Um, Who's the youngest one? The youngest one is. It's in my notes. Uh, and Tita. Okay, so probably about seven. Got it. Yep. The um. Ben and Finn are probably about 15. Each? Are they twins? Yeah. Okay. And then Finlaw is probably 17. 17? You got it. Yep. And how old was your other other son? He would have been 19, 19. when he died. 19. Got it. So I think. When his kids are all together, I'm like, I know Uncle Skrull hasn't been around that much. <laughs> but, uh... And I hand them both, all four of them, one gold piece apiece. Uh, and Tita, who seems to be the bravest of your children, and the youngest. Dad, who's this guy? Uh, that that's a friend that Daddy works with now. Uncle Scrizz. Um, I have a goblin uncle. Well, he's not all uncles are blood related relatives, but I will say. Anything he tells you, take with a grain of salt. Okay. And if you take that gold coin, wash your hands afterwards. Well, yeah, you, you always tell us, wash your, hands. wash your hands at least twice. Yeah. Good girl. If you're not sure, wash them again. That's what you said. Sounds like so, such a rocky thing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so what are you going to do with your gold coin? Uh, I'm going to wash it. Good girl. After that. I'm going to wash it again. And after you've washed it for the final time, what are you going to spend it on? Going to put it in a bag and save it so I can go to school. We've been over this. Your mother and I are paying for school. What, what do you want to buy? Candy apple? Can, uh, candy canes? Corn dogs? Cotton candy? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of choices here. I know. Well, Uncle... I'll probably, I'll probably split it with... With with Ben and Ben and and Fenlo, we'll all go get some stuff. 
Yeah, Ooh, we might play some carnival games. Oh, you're good at that that throw game. Well, they got pin the tail on the Minotaur, which I feel like we're naturals at that. I mean, how could we lose? We don't. <laughs> we have tails. Yep. All right. Well, the other the silver coins I gave you, those are to to donate to the uh, performers here. They're, okay. They're doing hard work, so y'all pick your favorite. Performer. I don't know. That one guy over there does not look like he is working very hard. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> he's dropped those those knives at least a couple of times. Well, you know, it could be part of the act. You know, sometimes there's like there's acts that are lazy acts where they mean to fumble around and make you laugh. Well, Finn laughed at him. Like right to his face. <laughs> he said, "You suck at this," and then the guy dropped him. <laughs> we laughed. It was fun. Well, I'm glad you're having a good time. It's really fun. I like bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what we want yet. We're gonna think about it. Yeah. There's... So what? What? What is all this, Dad? Like, what's going on? Like, so this is a this is a big gathering. It hasn't happened in over a hundred years. All the peoples. Of Are Rapid you a hundred? Uh, is that uh, correct? Not quite. Not yet. Someday. Are you, are any of you a hundred? Well, you see that that pale looking guy right there. You're a hundred. You remember the last festival? Uh, Did you go to the last festival? Uh, Was there cotton candy? My mind's a little blurry. What's wrong with your face? What's wrong with it? You got like some holes in your lips here and here. Oh. Did you have a farming accident? No. Well, you see, I want to say it's... That's a cool stick you have. Where'd you get that? It's got a skull on it. That's sweet. Uh, we said about too many questions. A friend. Oh, but... sorry. I only have two more. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> You're only allowed to ask... I don't really questions. remember. <laughs> um, I, I, uh... I lost my memory a while back when I died. She and... looks like she's about ready to start asking a question, then she goes... Make them count. And, yeah, so I died, and... So I don't remember the last festival. So, first question. Yeah. You're dead, and how old are you? I'm dead, and how old am I now? Mm -hmm. Ah, probably like 15, 20 years old. It was one sentence! 15, 20 years old, somewhere in there. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. Just a young lad. Just a young lad. Yep. Did your dad tell you what he owes me if he ever dies? No. His hooves. Really? Yeah. Weird. What do you want those for? Oh man, that's my last question. I can recreate your dad if you ever if you ever lost him. Ooh. I don't want to lose him. He's great. I know, but if you did, I could bring him back. I can't ask any more questions, and I have more questions that I need to know. You gotta wait for tomorrow. You know the rules. Okay. <laughs> I have more questions. I'm going to write them down. And she pulls out this like little notebook <laughs> and she's got like this little piece of it's almost like charcoal and she's writing down non-stop little questions. He's also a couple hundred years old. He's like 120. Yep. Graham. So, um, I get more questions with him? Well, per person. Got it. I so were you at the last day. festival? Uh, Not that I recall, but I was also underground for, you know... You look sad. Why are you sad? That's just this is how we look. No. That's too. You just lost <laughs> Hmm. You have a family? <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> Take a D6 of Psychic. It's complicated. 
Yeah. I get it sometimes. Like, our dad goes away for a while. He's like, oh, I gotta work. And, and I'm making the world a better place. And we're like, yeah, sure you are, dad. Yeah, it's like that. Except I was the one that went away for a while. Oh. Where'd you go? Here. The surface. See, my people usually live underground in the undercity, but... Isn't it dark down there? Yeah. Hard to see if you don't have dark vision. Minotaurs don't have dark vision. We've noticed. <laughs> we gotta use torches, you know, and lights and... <laughs> Things like that. Your dad got some cool cool goggles. Maybe he can show them to you. I like his new helmet. Right? It's nice and nice and scary, right? Yeah. <laughs> My horns were glowing while we were down there. Like, when you first came to the house and you were like, honey, I'm home. And I was like, don't let that guy in the house, mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It's a cool helmet. Maybe yeah, one day you can have this helmet. Well, you know that I'm the, the toughest one of all of your kids. Well, obviously. The other ones are not good at fighting. You are the best. I am the best. Around. I feel like there's a song there somewhere. Somewhere. We'll work, we'll work on it, like we have been. There's an opportunity to make a song. I just cool. feel it. Those lyrics are great. <laughs> Wish we had a bard to make a song. I don't have any more questions for you right now, but I have some more in the bank, yeah, and I'll, I'll come up with them later. And you, you have a funny hat on your head. I like it. You want to sell that? I got one gold. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Watch, watch twice. Entrepreneur right there. No, that's special. It's why? It makes me the king of the goblins. You're a king? Yes. That's cool. But your dad forgets to bow. He's not a goblin. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs> So I see who the smartest one in your family is. Yep. I go to school. So uh, you ever had gravy? Your dad likes it here. Yeah, I like I, gravy. I, I, I could have handed a candy. I will slap <laughs> it with force. Uh, it smells like someone's butt. I'm not eating that. Good girl. You guys are so pitiful. I like you, but that's gross. That's now, my daughter. I think it went bad. It's just getting good. Okay. I mean, to each their own. Yeah. Did you say to eat your own? No, no, to each their own. Oh, okay. Because I've done that a couple times, too. <laughs> I wanted to learn magic, but I'm not good at that. I'm good with swords. So am I. You do magic. sword stuff? And magic. You do magic, too? Yeah, I do. Wow. What kind of magic do you do? Booms. There What's that flute? Do you play that flute? You, you know what? And I pull the flute out, too. <laughs> I'm like... This is called... No, no. <laughs> All right, that's, that's questions for the day. You, what? You've done your answers for the day. We got it. I didn't even get they're, to finish answering They're it. gathering on the stage over there. We got it. We got to get going. Rose, <laughs> tell them they got to get going. Okay, kids, tell Uncle Scriz, Uncle Liz, and Uncle Elvin goodbye now. I ain't, I ain't your uncle. Okay, bye now, uncles. See you later. <laughs> Everybody should know about skin flute. Damn it. Uh, yeah, Finn and Finn and uh, Finn and Finn and Fen. They seem very uninterested and very much teenagers. Like, well, this is stupid. We don't want to be here. <laughs> I bet they didn't mind taking that gold piece, though, did they? Now they did with a smile on their face. <laughs> <laughs> the one didn't even wash. He he bit into it to make sure it was real. God, <laughs> Finn. He probably has the best immunity system out of all of them. Probably. 
He's he already like, got everybody else is sick, and he's like, "That's wrong." <laughs> um, so you guys are kind of enjoying the festivities. Um, I would say probably an hour or so after you get here, um, there is a there's some commotion kind of going up, not bad, but some commotion kind of going up in the middle of the stage area. Um, some of the more well-known Rakdos performers are now getting ready to put on like the first show of the day. Um, it looks similar to the show that Scrizz did when you first met him, only it seems much more controlled and much more planned, not as chaotic. The, the little cackler demons come out and they make a circle in the middle of the large stage and you see them all kind of link their chains. Like they grab one of the chains and hands of the other ones. Um, one of one of the performers, um, like the ringmaster, so to speak, comes up with the top hat and wearing a full-on red tuxedo. He takes his hat off and says, And now if I can draw your attention to the middle of the stage here. I welcome, for the first time in the surface in a very long time, Lord Rakdos. And the entire arena and the area around the whole district kind of goes quiet, like, the guild masters all kind of very, very much hush. They all kind of look on edge a little bit because they're not sure exactly what's going to happen. And from the large circle of cackler demons, there erupts a pillar of fire that reaches up probably 150 feet in the air. It spins around in a cyclonic sort of rift just on the edges of the cackler demons. Um, within the fire, you see the shape of a very large 20-foot tall a uh, humanoid with large bat wings that emerges out from the fire um, while the pillar is still around the center of his of his torso. And as the pillar begins to fade out and the smoke sizzles off and the cackler demons look up at him and they all begin to just drop to their knees and bow as the fire dissipates and the crowd kind of looks on terrified but awestruck at the same time as this large... Red-skinned humanoid creature that is identical to the statue that you saw, but now in like the full glory, comes out with the scythe stretched, strapped on his back that has ember and soot coming off of it. Um, his face is very grim, bright yellow eyes, large teeth, massive horns. And he looks out with these chains wrapped around his torso and around his waist, wearing only a loincloth. He looks just ho-hum. He, he, he kind of yawns, gives a little stretch, stretches out his wings, which expand out way beyond the boundaries of the stage. And he slowly walks up the stage and goes up to the stage with the Guildmasters. He snaps his finger and a little column of smoke and shadow erupts and his this skull throne that you saw in the, in the vision sort of comes up from it and then plops down. And then he takes a seat on it, and he just kind of leans back, kind of give him one of these. Hmm. He's kind of shaking, his, like tapping his fingers, very, very half asleep, very bored. He needs more chains. And see his nether region. <laughs> and Lord Rakdos, everyone! First time in the surface in maybe a millennia, who knows? And all of the little uh, the Rakdos members, they're all like, yeah! The one you see, one of the little cackler demons, just like tears coming out of his eyes and just joy. <laughs> like, oh man, 
those guys. Then the cackler demons sort of go back to doing their things and setting up stuff for the next act. Um, there's still a sign from the leader of the Demir. As Rakdos takes a seat, the uh, Simic Guildmaster is on one side and the Sphinx is on the other, and they both kind of just give him a little bit more space. <laughs> Not rude, just... But it's very noticeable. You see, they kind of just a little bit out of the way. <laughs> um, you see uh, Borborygmos, he actually gets up. He walks over to Lord Rakdos. Lord Rakdos is probably 10 feet taller than he is. And he smacks Rakdos on the back. Hey, you big bugger, I haven't seen you in a long time. Why are you hide down there in that pit? Lord Rakdos looks over at him, very annoyed. <clears throat> and then goes back to looking at the crowd. <laughs> Man, a few words, I appreciate that. Maybe later we'll, uh, roll time's sake. Arm wrestle. Lord Rakdos gets a little bit of a smile on his face. <laughs> then the the, the the smile immediately goes back into like a like a furled grumpy board look he again. Made, he made poor Frigmos sound like he's like pre puberescent. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like I just switched keel. <laughs> <laughs> just around the up. Uh, as you kind of look over at Lord Rakdos, you see uh, steam and smoke sort of billowing off of him constantly. As uh, you look at the veins uh, that are kind of bulging out in some of the muscle spots on his skin, you can actually see what looks to be fire and stuff coursing through them periodically where he doesn't have blood. He has fire running through his veins. Um, for all purposes, this is this is a demon lord. And he's intimidating as hell. Um, Niv-Mizzet kind of looks around and he says, you actually hear him audibly say out loud, I wonder where Lazav is. He should have been here by now. I haven't heard that name before. <laughs> you have? <laughs> Man, I, I, it'll come to me. I, I don't know if I read it in a book or what. Only uh, time will tell. Uh, in the empty spot where Lazav is supposed to be, as Niv Mizzet says this, I've been here a while. And then uh, he pulls off the hood of his cloak and his invisibility spell drops. Mm. And for the first time, you see Lazav. He just looks like a human. He doesn't look like anything special. Just a long, dark cloak, very similar to the stuff that the other Demir wear. Sort of a robe cloak. And then he pulls his hood partially back up, but he doesn't turn invisible. I got all this cool shit written down, and then Hasa Demir, just a guy. Just a guy. Just a guy. <laughs> just a guy. <laughs> I think Scrizz is like... Ring a bell? <laughs> make a... Uh, since you've actually interacted with him, make a perception check. I know, but... <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and make a perception check too, because you've been in the guild and you have heard stories of Lazav, but no one 
No one's actually ever really seen Lazav. They just know of him. You said perception, right? Yep. Uh, uh, 19. You have a feeling, and you do as well, that this is not his true form. I don't think anybody knows his true form. Oh, it, yeah. it kind of reminds you of when Elvin does his thing and he's not in his changeling. <laughs> I think Skriz is like, oh, you guys have been around him enough that you kind of, he looks different, he looks off. But he looks like what he's pretending to be. Like, how many people are around us? There's crowds around you. Okay. Well, I remember what I was supposed to tell you. I'll tell you when we're learning again. Uh, okay. And he'll probably forget by then. <laughs> I'll, I'll remind him. He's like, what was, what was you guys telling me? I don't know. <laughs> Niv visit now kind of looks over and he's counting, making sure everyone is here. Everyone is accounted for. Um, I only count nine. Under ten. Niv Mizzet uh, walks up to the middle of his guild master stage and he clears his throat, but he amplifies the sound almost like he's speaking through a microphone. <clears throat> and the crowd kind of starts calming down a little bit. Members of Ravnica, welcome to the Festival of the Guilds. Now that all guilds and their leadership is represented... We wish you a happy festival. We have other business to attend to on the future of Ravnica, in which all of you will be privy to said information. But for now, we celebrate the unification and peace among the guilds for today. Eat, drink, socialize, get to know your neighbors. We all live in this world together. And it is only together that this world will continue on. In recent weeks, there have been those who seek to destroy all that we have built. But today I promise that there will be a, a, an end to that. And all of you will have an opportunity, if you choose to, to help see the future of Ravnica. And with that, enjoy the festival. So, everyone kind of applauds, and they're like, yeah! Everyone seems really happy. And <laughs> he goes back to kind of sitting down, and he talks to the other guild leaders, and they kind of have conversations. Some of them seem like they're friendly with each other, that they've had conversations before. Lord Ractus is really the only one that doesn't seem to be like he's interacting at all. Um, the leader of the Simic Guild seems to be not as disassociated as Lord Ractos, but hesitant to, to talk. She seems new in her responsibilities, not as well-versed in exactly what it is that she is supposed to do, other than look out for her people. Um... Lazav even seems more relaxed than you would have thought him to be, but even while he's sitting there, it seems as though his eyes are many places at once. It's as if he's watching every possible thing that's going on around him while never breaking eye contact with whoever it is that he's speaking to or that's speaking to him. It reminds you a lot of Gerxes in the way that Gerxes was when you guys had interactions with him before because he would look at you, he's talking, but he's seeing everything that's going on around him but almost amplified. 
Well, Gerxes was good at reading a room. He's reading the entire plaza. Um, festivities go on. Very mundane. It's it's exciting. The performers go on. The Rakdos do many performances of uh, stage plays and scripts. There are songs. Um, some of them are old-time favorites within Ravnica. The, the crowds from all around know the songs as they are some of the oldest songs in Ravnica, and everyone sings along and has a great time. The, the sun begins to set in the early parts of the evening, and Nidmizet does let off indeed the fireworks that you saw in your vision. They take the shapes of many different types of celestial beings, angels, dragons, even demons at point. Uh, and they seem animated as they come to life, but they stay remote in the one spot. It's as if the sky around them is moving, and they are animated in, in, in place. Everything seems joyous and, and happy, but the crowd starts to dwindle off a little bit, and there aren't as many people as when originally the festivity started off. Most of the younger children have gone home, and parents have taken the, the children off, but the the rough and tumblers and the adventuring types, the the stronger, seem to hang around. Um, half an hour or so past the uh, the the firework festivities, um, Nibmizit takes the stage once more. Um, he clears his throat again. And you all have had. Uh, I'm giving all of you inspiration that is going to carry over until the next adventure that you actually have. Because of the well-rested nature that you got, the harmonious bliss, none of you caused any problems because I didn't give you the opportunity to cause problems. <laughs> As we all look to Elvin, I rolled a hit. Um, but it's the first time in a long time you guys have actually felt at peace. You've enjoyed good food. You've talked amongst yourselves. You've interacted with Rocky and his family, and you've got to see kind of him do the dad thing more than you guys have ever seen him do. And now you kind of understand more about what Rocky is fighting for. Whereas you are fighting just for a place to live in this world, he's fighting for the future of Ravnica in a completely different way. None of you have children, so to speak of, but you kind of have a different perspective now. I have clones, like. Not exactly. <laughs> I think towards the end of the night, it's like, see who could be the stinkiest, myself or the youngest kid of Rocky, like with all the cotton candy and stuff. It's like, oh. I'll roll you for it. <laughs> Do what? D20, let's roll for it. Just, just roll these. 15? I got a seven. <laughs> Scrizz wins. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> there's like, yeah, everything. It's like, there's layered of stickiness all over. I'm like, I'd like to say it's probably because she was kind of washing some of it off as she goes, because <laughs> she knows. Uh, so she looks over at Scrizz. Yui can eat a lot. So can I. I know. Your dad taught me a lot. I touched him with, like, what? The sticky thing I've got. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm like, it's just like matting his fur down. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you're going to rip some of my fur off with that sticky hand. His hand just gets stuck <laughs> to it. Like, I pull away, there's like hair stuck in my hand. So, as you guys are like having this conversation, Nibmizit clears his throat again. Um, and everyone kind of just calms. And it's quiet. You guys have had a good day. 
relaxing day. A lot of free food. A lot of free food. Shit, Nothing here cost bad. money other than the carnival. Oh, did it not? I was just saying. No, no everything, everything, everything was free. It was paid for by the guilds. Give me my gold piece back. They donated them. <laughs> the performers take off of the stage that we're performing, and Nibmizit flies out onto the middle stage. Wings spread out that extend well beyond the reaches of the audience. To the members of Ravnica that are still among us, we make a decree today. It will go up in every town, every village, every domicile. Everyone will know of this, even those who did not attend today. I present to you a future or a potential future for Ravnica and how one of you or a group of you may be able to shape Ravnica's future. As you know, the Guild Pact has been destroyed, vanquished by the magic that bound it. We won't point fingers. <laughs> Oops. One time you can <laughs> However, the great Azor the First, the original founder of the Azorius Guild, laid in his own backup plan. Should anything happen to the Guild Pact, he had a vision so much further out than anything or anyone in the realm at that time, even more than me. He was the smartest individual that I have ever known. And had old age not taken him. It would be him telling you about this now, not me. And he looks over at Aspiria. Your father was a great man. Not really a man, but a being. Great human being. As he was a sphinx as well. When Ravnica, the city, was built... The guild halls themselves and the guild gates, which are the entrances to those guild halls, were not placed in random locations. They were placed strategically on the ley lines of mana and magic that flow through this world. The mana and magic is what makes Ravnica Ravnica. It is why there is so much magic here, why it is so abundant. Why it is everywhere. It is the last gift from the ancient beings that built this world. But Azor had vision when he laid out the different areas for each guild to rule. He specifically said, build your guild hall here. This is your domain. And he knew that the guilds would agree with this because he knew exactly what it was that they would want and where they would want to be. So now I lay upon you his backup plan. The illicit maze. And he holds out one of his dragon claws in that same map that you saw before, but not in quite detail. It expands up into the nighttime sky. And instead of looking at a 3D model, it looks like you're looking down on the city of Ravnica. And you see all of the precincts and all the locations including those flag barrier markers that you saw before. Where we are currently, 
is here. And one of the little flags highlights in precinct one. Underneath this structure is a conduit of magic. It was built over during some earthquake and forgotten to history, but not forgotten to all of history. And I found it. Each guild hall holds a special kind of magic. It's how the guild pact worked. It's why the guild pact worked. The contracts were written in blood, but the guild halls themselves and the fact that the guilds existed tie to the ley lines in the land. So what is the illicit maze? What is the solution to the problem? Each guild will be able to pick a team to run this maze. The order in which they run the maze is up to them. The task of the maze is to navigate the entirety of Ravnica and collect energy and mana from each ley line and basically each guild gate. This seems like a simple enough task, but as you know, it's not always easy to get into a guild gate. And only during this time will visitors be permitted into the guild gates. Each team will be given a special device to collect and harness this particular magic. And the first team to collect all ten need bring it back to this plaza and funnel it into the conduit. From that point on, they will have the power of the Guild Pact once more to establish a new Guild Pact with new laws, and we will do better than we did before. That is the prize at the end of the maze. I'm not sure why he called it a maze, as it's not really a maze, more of a race. The first of its kind in all of Ravnican history. Each guild will have their own teams. But then the guilds will also set up defenses of whatever they choose. These might be tests of might. These might be tests of mind. Or tests of spirit. However, once you undertake a task, you must see it through to completion or defeat. And if defeated, you're out. It's an all or nothing thing. Collecting nine is not enough. You need all 10. The guilds will not tell you ahead of time what the challenges are. But once you have approached the guild gate, you tell them your business is to conquer the challenge of whichever guild it is that you are attempting to challenge. And you can do this in any order that you want. But beware, Ravnica is currently in a state of chaos. There are probably outside forces who care not about the contest that may try to stop you. There may be other forces that may try to stop you. 
and all participants within the maze may try to stop you. As the only rule within the maze is that there are no rules. You can win by any means necessary, including eliminating all of your opponents, if that's what you choose to do. But just remember, they keep track and they'll know. You also can work together with the other teams if you choose to. How you complete the tasks is up to you. Make friends or enemies. I won't tell you how to run your competition. This will be open to any member of Ravnica in solidarity or in a team of up to five members. No more than five, no less than one. The guilds themselves only get one entry each. They get one group, not many. The guildless, however, have as many entrants as they want. But they also must abide by the same rules of teams no larger than one, or no smaller than one, no bigger than five. This was a unification of the guilds for the first time in a hundred years, and this is the only way that Ravnica will be saved. If there is no winner, we will be plunged into chaos. We have discussed this with the other guild leaders. The guild leaders themselves cannot directly participate in the maze. They can, however, participate in the challenges. I will leave you with one final thought about the guild challenges. The guild challenges and defenses of their guild gates will probably lie in the strength of the guild themselves. It will be a challenge based around the ideals of that guild, most likely. You will have an unlimited amount of time to finish the maze. You can drop out at any time and let others finish it. Collect the energies and save Ravnica. Seems easy enough. Any questions from the crowd? The competition starts in one week. You may register with whatever guild chooses to champion you. So we're already registered, right? As my first official announcement, I would like to register my team. Let's go to Anonymous. The Gravy Train. He said it. He said it. Coming out of a big giant red Yes. And he kind of like points out at you. I choose these as my champions. They will run the maze for the Izzet League. In the meantime, until the maze competition begins, they are off limits. I think about this time is that he announces us that I want to uh, cast pyrotechnics and shoot fireworks above us. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, Niv Mizzet seems to match your energy, and he breathes a horde of fire up in the air when he says that they are off limits. Anyone who lashes out against them before the competition starts will have to deal with me. I now leave it up to the other guilds to select their champions and their champions' teams 
within the next week. All registered entrants must enter within the next week. And with that, the festival is over. Get the fuck out. <laughs> and everyone kind of like half claps. They're not really sure. They're all kind of talking amongst themselves. Like, that was the anticlimactic. Go home. So Niv Mizzet goes to turn, and a member of the audience goes, <clears throat> But I have a question. Uh-oh. And everyone kind of like turns to look, and Niv Mizzet kind of turns cautiously. When you say all of Ravnica, do you mean me too? Tauros, Sedek. And you see this, uh, you see this like very dark cloaked figure sort of hover above the crowd. Um, and it looks very reminiscent of the vampire that was in the courtroom. Niv Mizzet looks at him and says, How did you even get in here? Oh, I have ways. Your security was good. But my magic is strong. I did not come to cause problems. I just wanted to know, is it open to me too? Can I choose my champions? Niv kind of looks at him cautiously. It's open to all Ravnican participants. The vampire has a little bit of a smirk. Hmm. I will stop the assaults on Ravnica under one condition and enter the maze and go along with this foolish game. Niv says, what is your condition? I want your champions to be guests of mine for a ceremony. More specifically, I need Lizica to show up to this ceremony. This motherfucker has so many secrets. <laughs> We're killing him. <laughs> I know what it is. We say Ravnica if we kill he, him. Uh, he floats down and gets real close to Lizica. I am having a ball. <laughs> <laughs> is it a big ball? <laughs> and I want you to attend. You show up. You cause no problems. I will see that you have goodwill and the best interest of Ravnica. I, too, have the best interest of Ravnica. Insight check. Roll an insight check. Good fucking luck. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't even know what my insight is. Oh, that's not bad. That ain't gonna be good. Probably not, but... 17. Ooh, you were looking for... Um, <laughs> he seems like he could be telling the truth. Okay. I'm a little shaky, but... I don't have anything else to go with. It's a harmonious time in my life. It is known as the Brit Ball. It will be following a small little ceremony, but I need you to be there for it. My friends? They are invited too. Whether they choose to come or not is up to them, but I am getting married. I want you to be there. Uh, who's the lucky lady? Uh, you know, another vampire. Recently, <laughs> My hope is to unify the vampire clans, thus the Brood Ball. 
We are looked down upon within the city. Is your wife Sheila? Our soon-to-be wife. You'll just have to come and find out. You have me intrigued. You are invited. For the better Ravnica, I'll be there. Um, uh, so, have you picked your team? I have a team in mind. Can we get, like, a special... We'll I'll go if you tell me your team. Will we meet your team at this ball? I'm not here to negotiate that. It wasn't a negotiation. I'd just say I'd go. Come to the wedding. We can talk about it there. But you're going to be busy. Not after the ceremony. Thus the ball. We vampires are known for celebrations. Not known for our balls. <laughs> Well, come to my house. It's the large mansion on top of the hill. It's fucking random. Do I know what that means? <laughs> Are, uh, is it wrong? Strong? Yeah, no, right? Yeah, you, you guys have seen it. It's an undercity. Oh. Okay. Yeah, oh, bitch. <laughs> want to go back. Well, all right. My wedding is in two days. Two days. Here is, here is your invitation, and he hands it out to you. I take it hesitantly, but... Excellent. Surely. You intrigue me very much, Lizica. <laughs> I sense a darkness about you. And you. And he looks over at you. That I very much admire. Uh. <laughs> you two, not so much. <laughs> but I like your style. <laughs> He's still like trying to pick the hair off his hands. Like... I hope it's not awkward, but your father may be there. He said he was leaving me alone. At my behest. This is not a conflict, it is a celebration. Well, I would wish to celebrate without him. I could tell him not to attend. That'd be good for all. It's rough in the pinball. <laughs> so then I will see you and if you show up I will participate in said silly contest and I will order my people to stop attacking Ravnica can I insight check like all this as yeah. it's going or, or just one mind. good insight yeah, check good luck you, <laughs> you need like a crit guidance. <laughs> I'll let you guidance Mine's plus zero, so even if you have plus one, it's better than what I have. I don't know what I have. Plus three. It's better than what That's I have. That's pretty good. So. Twelve plus four. Plus three. Twenty. Dirty twenty. He's telling the truth. There it is. I don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> he makes the insight check. He's telling the truth. DC was high, but you made it. He's telling the truth. Liar. <laughs> Guess we'll see in two days. Very well. Dress nice. Yeah, it is, it is, a, that, it is a celebration. I kept that tux for a reason. <laughs> got my Canadian tuxedo. Oh, my oh you kept yours? I did. Yeah. I got dissolved off by the suit. Yeah. Oh, he pulls up his hood so and he hovers off. And Nev Mizzet says, you know that's probably a trap, right? He yeah, but he, the truth, yeah, but he's not allowed to touch us because you'll lay your wrath on him. I did say that. Yeah. I did say that. You did say you want to be my. He's like, I did say that. I did say it. yes, I did. 
Yes. You should probably come with us to make sure. Yeah, you can be my I plus one. Invited. You can be my plus one. Well, yeah, he invited, you know, we, it's a group invitation. I'll keep track of you, and if anything goes wrong, I'll lay waste to the building. Yeah, but we'll there be in go. the building trying to win. <laughs> well, you'll probably already be dead, so. That's true, we probably The win-win situation? What? <laughs> I am curious, though, why he specifically asked for you. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure I'll find out. Your mother's not a vampire, is she? Uh, I don't think so. She lies. Oh, yeah. you know what? I bet he has your sister. I really hope it's just not marrying my sister. <laughs> that, that's weird. <laughs> you know what? I said that's kind of weird, but okay. Isn't his sister old enough? I mean, I mean, old like he is. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, but still, weird. that would be weird to me though. Like hell is, and he did mention something about uniting the the vampire clans, oh. and that more specifically the psychic vampires and the blood drinker vampires. Okay, well, Nimbus kind of breathes a sigh of relief. Raxos kind of looked up as this whole thing was going on. He's like, mm. probably been more interesting if something happened. <laughs> yeah, rain happened. Uh, goes back over to the stage and begins discussing things with the guild leaders. You guys have free reign of the rest of the festival. The crowds are kind of like talking and dispersing now. Yeah, I think it's time to get my family out of here. Not as safe as maybe it was yeah. supposed to be. You know damn well before we go into that place, I'm going to look at that mirror. To <laughs> the bar! Very well. Yeah. Um, you disperse. The crowds go about their business. The guild leaders hang back for a while and discuss, I'm sure, the details of things. Now that you guys have a uh, little bit more clear understanding of the task ahead, you may want to make preparations, but you're not sure exactly what you'll even face. Hard stuff. <laughs> Hard stuff. And we got to make sure we have our Sunday best, which I need a new outfit. I have a dress. It's true. We do. We just always change. I've still got my denim tuxedo with the cowboy hat, so I'm ready to go. Plus, Grizz is disintegrated off when we fought that ooze monster, so. So he needs a new one. Yeah. So, uh, you head into the, the dark parts of the city, down 10 Street, heading back into your district. Uh, take you uh, Following 10 Street down, it'll take you roughly an hour to get there. The first half hour is uneventful and very quiet. Um, crickets, frogs chirping, normal nighttime sounds as you guys sort of discuss this thinking about the semi-comfortable beds you have, your family has been taken by escort back to their house. You had some guards from the Boros take them. so And, and I gave them that sending stone. You stones. gave them the sending stones too, so. Because um, I know that was the intention, that was the plan. A half hour into your journey, you walk past a dark alley. And... For a second, you you feel a like a chill of cold coming from the alleyway. Where? Um, as you pull out Scoffbug, it points into the alley, just as a bony clawed hand comes out and lashes at Lizica. Uh oh, it's this again. Um, does a twenty three hit you? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a twice. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good enough for. Yeah. Uh, you're going to take. Uh, four points of slashing damage and 
you're going to take six points of necrotic damage. The bone claw creature. Um, as you as you see the bone claw creature come out from the shadows and grips onto Lizica and pulls itself up at him, and that's where we're going to end tonight's session. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Bullshit. Yes. Do I have enough time to drink potion healing? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Lizica like a helmet, like one of those uh, soda helmets that you can have. Beer, like, you just put that way you can just have the straw in his mouth. So Potions and healing. Yeah, just a bonus action. So, uh, thanks everybody for watching. I saw that we had some viewers out there Ooh. again tonight. We appreciate the, the views and the comments. Ooh. And I saw some bits come in. I appreciate that too. Um, we will be back next week uh, dealing with the yeah the undead my friend the undead clawy creature dealing with uh, Lizica seems to have a vengeance for him. It likes me, and uh, <laughs> we will also probably go go to this vampire ball or something. Maybe yeah, we'll do all that. Uh, so thanks again, everybody. We will be back next week, uh, and have a good night. Deuces. See ya.